and welcome to episode number 85 of The Third Power. That's right. Back from the dead, baby. This is your host, Anthony Avatolo. And as always, I'm here with my overjoyous, out-of-control co-host, Usman Jamil. Hey, I'm uh, back from the crypt. Like the I'm, Crypt Keeper. Yeah. The Cube yeah, Keeper. I like it. There we go. I'm the I'm the Cube the Cube Keeper. <laughs> if I'm looking that old. <laughs> I sometimes I feel that old. That's yeah. For sure. Especially when, you know, one of my students says, You're older than my grandma. Great. Oh God. Great. Thanks. Thanks, kid. Thanks. Jesus. Speaking of old, we're here to talk about some dinosaurs. We're here oh. to talk about Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Ixalan? Ixalan? And uh, this set's cool. Dinosaurs are great. We're really old. And so we figured we should get back together and talk to you about it. Yeah. I think that, I think it's uh, about time. I was like, hey, let's uh, let's rock and roll. He's not the most wanted hype man in the business for nothing, folks. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, it's been a little while. We're happy to get back and talk to you again. We'll we'll update you on, on where you can uh, find us and where you can find Usman's writing uh, and all that good stuff. But uh, forewarning. I have not seen very many of these cards other than the ones that are put in front of me. So you're going to get some uh, live reads of some of these cards to for me to uh, actually get a live reaction on what I think of these cards. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, uh, excited to see some of your reactions on some of these. There's a lot of weird stuff in the set. There may or may not be a already as I look at the first page, already my brain is playing a song. Is it uh do 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 before before we get there, uh we we also have a, a seria ceremonial uh usually uh Usman has a wide collection of beverages. I am merely rocking the water today. But uh, I, I'm told that we have a surprise in store. Uh, yeah. Um, Our producer let us know. Yeah. Um, oh, there we go. So uh, I was going to use a beverage, but I told my wife we were recording podcasts and decided to try something live. It oh. is uh, my Moki uh, ice cream. It's like... Is it mochi, like the Japanese mm -hmm. stuff? Oh, yeah, but, that stuff's great. So, but the flavor is okay. classic pickle. <laughs> <laughs> so you are about to have some pickle ice cream, dill pickle ice cream slash mochi. Was it opened? Oh, oh no, it's weird. been tampered with. It is no oh, longer no. plain pickle. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, if I die. Uh, that is very, that's a hard pickle. 
Well, we'll have a we'll have a uh, a recording that we can play at your funeral of your last words, which may involve giggling. I mean, my funeral would have to. What's doesn't smell like anything. Okay. Uh, oh okay. God, this is this is cold. Is it green? Please tell me yeah. it's green. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Hmm. I don't know if you heard her ASMR for you. Oh, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, this thing is really cold in my mouth voice. Well, tastes like pickle. Yeah, it tastes, I don't know if you heard my wife say it tastes a hundred percent like a pickle. And I, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's a word for it. Well, that was awful. <laughs> was it awful? I don't really, I'm not huge on pickle. I was going to say, are you a fan of briny pickles? Uh, it's weird. I like pickled onions, but just like plain pickles, like not really. Interesting. I don't like dill. Yeah, I don't like dill. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so you're, okay, I can see how you now like it. What is, uh, what, what is the verdict of the, the other half? Oh, the what, what half? is your, what was your verdict? She gives it a thumbs up. A thumbs up? A very Sweet. strange. Was Is it better than thumbs up? <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, that, better than thumbs up is a low bar. That is true. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Pickle yeah. mochi. Now, see, now, now you're uh, making me wonder because, you know, I actually like the taste of pickles. I like olives, too, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm Tastes a fan like, of the brininess. Which is weird. I think it's dill that I don't like. Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah. I don't know if uh, if that's a flavor profile, too, that's used very often in, uh, I don't know how you're, you know, what, what sort of foods your family make growing up, but I can yeah, see nah. that being one of those flavors that if you don't have it like early in life, when you have it later on, you're like, wait, what? Why, why do people like this? The only context I think I had it otherwise, yeah, it was just like if I would get like a pickle on a burger. Mm-hmm. And that's immediately what that made me think of when I had that. So wow. now you just need to have some burger flavored mochi and then you could <laughs> eat it at the same time. You could like put one inside the other. That is a tasty burger. Mm -mm. This is a tasty burger. That is. That's that's the, by the way, that is the historical high of how tough somebody can look while drinking out of a straw. I mean, Samuel Jackson, that's true. Like, I don't think anyone in the history has come close to looking that tough drinking out of a straw. That's, then when yeah. he finishes his drink. Yeah. He's and he's also quite a position of power in that scene, too. Right. But, you know, even if you just, I mean, just the look in his face. Because, you know, like let's be honest. Drinking out of a straw, not the most toughest looking thing to do. You know, like cracking your knuckles. Okay, that's a little bit higher. Maybe like, you know, like, you know, squeezing your hands together, kind of ready. Or like loosening your shoulders, right? Maybe that looks a little tougher. Drinking out of a straw, I'm going to say it's bottom 10% of things that you can look tough while doing. Yeah, that's true. Kind of look cool. But Samuel Jackson. 
that, that he that, can. That's how you know the man has chops. Mm-hmm. If he can be scary while drinking a soda. <laughs> that is a tasty burger mochi. <laughs> or mochi, I don't know. So do you want to tackle these cards in uh, alphabetical order? Yeah, let's do uh, our, let's do the Wooberg order. You know, I guess it's collector number order nowadays. Yeah. Even though there's so many collector numbers that they have to use four digits now. <laughs> but so by, by all means, uh, you know, if you, if you have something that you uh, have, have preceded or, uh, you know, know that, Hey, I know I want to talk about this. Um, and I'm kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of going through some stuff. I'm just like looking at casting costs and looking at all this kind of stuff. And again, the first thing that comes to mind is a song from the card called Bat Country. I mean, Bat Colony. Yeah. I have Avenged Sevenfold playing in my head right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the stuff has this weird, like, cave theme, which kind of rules out a lot of stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, I could see that. It's kind of like a snow theme, right? Yeah. Like if it's going to specifically mention caves by name. Yeah. The snow thing you can kind of house rule in by like non-basic land or basic lands or snow. But like that bat country is a, a little. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's some bats. It, it was it was a really fun song to play on Rock Band, to be fair. I'm, I don't think I ever did. I remember I could, I remember I could nail Painkiller, the vocals. Mm. Yeah, that was like, that was my uh, party trick. Hey, everybody. I can do Painkiller. Watch you sing Painkiller? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, Clay Fired Bricks is, like, interesting, but I don't know if I'd say yeah. it's very good. This whole craft mechanic, did you, uh, were you able to look at the Yeah, craft I'm looking mechanic? at that right now. All right, so Clay Fired Bricks, so this is an artifact for one and a white. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic planes, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle, you gain two life. Okay. Craft with artifact. Five white, white. Exile this artifact. Exile another artifact you control, or an artifact card from your graveyard. Okay. Return this card transformed. And then on the other side. Whoa. Oh, it went to another screen. Whoa. There we go. <laughs> when Cosmium kill. Oh, Cosmium. This is the new like thing they're hunting, right? It's like a new uh, like uh, unobtainium uh, sort of thing. Yeah, sure. That works. Okay. <laughs> so right. when it enters, it make two one one colorless gnome artifact creatures. Uh, what? <laughs> That's so much work for a glorious anthem. That's true. You do get some uh, get some gnomes for your effort for seven mana. Right for seven mana, you get two one one slash two two gnomes. You have to do seven mana only at sorcery speed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh boy, that that mechanic's going to have to be much more efficiently costed for me to to like that for cube. I mean, I could well, certainly see there being. Limited applications, because, you know, in limited, just about anything goes, like, uh, retail limited, but good lord. Spoiler alert, there's uh, not much. <laughs> not uh, not much of that mechanic for you. <laughs> Dusk, right. Dusk Rose Reliquary looks... I don't know, that. did you see that one yet? Alright, I'm looking at it right now. 
So Duskwear's Reliquary, one white artifact as an additional cost to cast a spell sack an artifact or creature. It has Ward 2. When Duskwear's Reliquary enters battlefield, exile target artifact or creature and opponent controls until... Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's... I kind of feel like... Uh, what was the one recently that had Ward? The O-Ring with Ward from like uh, March of the Whatever. Right, I know I know exactly which one you're talking about, but I couldn't possibly remember the name at this point. Yeah, Steel of something. Seal uh Kiss from a Rose. Seal <laughs> from Existence. <laughs> Seal from Existence as Ward Three. Cause like at least a ward helps that you just don't get time blocked when you kill it. <laughs> yeah. I remember somebody cast that against me in uh and constructed, I get to seal away like my Nissa, and then they had to blow up the world, which freed Nissa. And I was like, "Nice, all right." So like it was like reenacting like the beginning of uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, I'm free. <laughs> Time to conquer Earth. Yeah, I mean that's okay, but like sacking an artifact or creature, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is a little pricey. All right, so next, what about Get Lost? That card seems cool. Yeah, like, uh, it's like that one, uh, Fateful Absence, but I'm pretty sure this is just better. Like, it hits enchantments for reasons, and I think map tokens are, like, I think they're interesting. Like, you know, it's nice that you can play this against the the deck that has, like, barely any creatures and it's hardly a drawback. Right. And you can kind of crowd control their board to make it so they can't explore because they have to do it at sorcery speed. I really right. like That's it, the though. other thing I'm looking at sorcery speed. I was like, oh, well, that changes things a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't just go EOT, crack a clue, I mean, explore. You know, they can't right. just do that. I really like it. And the fact that it's an instant, too, is, is nifty. Like if you do it during end step or something. Yeah, two two mana is also not a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah, like so I, I like think this that card's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like. I think it's a nice one. Um, what do you think of uh, Kutzil's flanker? So I was just looking at that actually, and uh, my first thought was, oh, it's three mana. If this, I guess if this were two mana, it would be bonkers. Yeah, but like I'm also would... so like I, I look at the abilities, right? Okay, so uh Kutzil's flanker is two and a white for a three one flash. Uh when that enters the battlefield, choose one of either put a plus one plus one counter on it for each creature that left the battlefield under your control this turn. You gain two and scry two or exile target player's graveyard. I feel like one of these is much better than the rest. I guess I, there are situations where you definitely want the second or third option, but I feel yeah. like the whole reason to play this is like post wrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's probably what you're there for, and the rest Reminds is kind of like gravy. Collar of the Claw, but maybe not as good. But with a yeah, little flexibility, I mean, it. I do like that it has like flexibility and like incidental grave hate is always nice. I think I'm probably biased because I just love fl- cards with Flash so much. Yeah, Flash is great. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I was gonna say blue haste, but it's it's white haste on this one. 
Yeah, I mean, that one's cool. You know, the only thing about white, too, is, right, is that, like, white flash doesn't work necessarily as good because white decks are usually incentivized to, at least creature decks are incentivized to cast things on their main phase or whatever, right? And just leaving three back on a turn, like, oh, well, they might they might wrath me. It seems yeah, like a, a, a losing proposition. What but, am I doing? <laughs> I sure I sure hope I don't have anything. Not that they just printed a white remand or anything. I, I yeah. sure hope I don't have a reprieve or anything. <laughs> or ooh, what was the memory lapse that cost three mana instead? Uh, that was lapse from, of certainty. Uh, lapse of certainty. Yes, that's three mana. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, it's fine. It's flashing. It does things. The card, I saw a card before that that I actually think is kind of interesting, which is Helping Hand. Oh, yeah, the uh, the white on Earth, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So w- one white sorcery speed, return target creature with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Yeah. That card seems cool. Yeah. It's got some uh, nice play to it. Brings back stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, especially if you're a more streamlined cube, right? And your your white attacking decks are, you know, want this kind of stuff. Get to reuse all of your come into play abilities. Like, oh darn, you killed my stone forge. Well, ha ha. Yeah. Now get to search for another equipment and put it in my hand. Here's some more pants. Right. We could have a a, a pants pants revolution. <laughs> there but you like, go. Like we can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like even just like having this as almost like it doesn't quite take the place of a one drop, right? But you know, attacking they kill something. You're just like, all right, well here it is again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it make another clue token for my uh, my one two. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I I just think it's interesting. I don't know how how good it is, but yeah, it seems solid. It seems like solid it. to me, right? Yeah, I, like I, I don't that. think it's embarrassing. No, it's 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 solid. I like that Erg Raiders, a two mana two three. It's we just keep seeing better and better creatures with that stat line, like Iron Paw Aspirant. You're like one and a white for a one two, and you put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Like maybe it's just because old, but you know, just seeing like Erg Raider stats on stuff. It's just like, oh, this not only doesn't have a drawback, but it has like so much extra play to it. It's just right. And just think, me. you get it back with helping hand. It makes another uh, plus one plus one counter. Yeah, you can just throw something else. It'd be like helping paw though. Nope, there you go. Yeah, that cat looks. Uh, that's a big sword or club or whatever that is. Yeah, it, it looks like a really inconvenient sword. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it looks like, you know, like, hey, I go to parties or whatever, and it gets keeps getting caught on, like, the, the door frame, and, you know. <laughs> Do you remember that part? It was, I'm trying, I don't even remember what episode or what we are talking about, like, Grafted War Gear, and I was like, hey, remember, what would be, like, you know, just living with, like, a Grafted War Gear on, like, <laughs> taking a shower, or just, like, having dinner. Clank, 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 clank. Do you Honey, do you have to leave that on during dinner? Well, you know, babe, I can't really take it off. <laughs> I heard, I saw something bad happen to somebody. Maybe that's how they got it. Like they they took it from somebody. Right. It's like it follows. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that movie? 
Mm-mm. Oh, good. If you, if a good, creepy horror movie, it follows. It follows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Spooky. It's, it's after a Halloween, but that's okay. That's all right. We're, we're, we're still within the, the spooky season, uh, uh, st- uh standard deviation. Yeah. We're only at like plus one or maybe plus yeah. 0.7 or something like that. So, yeah. I like that there's a one mana one one with flying and vigilance and abilities and it's common. <laughs> like <laughs> healer's hawk, what's going on or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Or well, oh, Kami of um, Lantern Kami. Lantern Kami, that's what it was. Yeah. Or <laughs> like more like garbage Kami. <laughs> or a trash can poor, Kami. A poor trash can Kami. A, yeah. There's another uh, pacifism for cubes that want another upgraded pacifism. Petrified, you see that? Okay, I'm working my way down there. I, I got stuck on Osier Talk Deepest Foundation. I was trying oh. to read all the words to figure out if the six mana six six was, was worth talking about or not. Uh, I, had a, I had a mythic logo. I got I got stuck. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Petrified. Oh that's that's true. Oh yeah, this card's fine. Yeah, it's an artifact or a creature. It can, I'm so glad we're getting better pacifisms in this day and age. Like that, that gives me, uh, that gives me the thumbs up, not the soda. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would want thumbs up or that pickle, but I think I'm probably biased. The pickle. Maybe the pickle mochi. was petrified. Hmm. There you go. What do you think of Sanguine Evangelist? I th- that, that's a card that's, uh, I don't know. I think this this looks pretty good. All right, so let's see. So two and a white for a two one vampire cleric with battle cry. When it enters the battlefield or dies, make a plus uh, make a plus make a one one black bat token with flying. Yeah, I mean yeah. It's three power for three. Some of it's evasive. If you get to attack with it next turn, yeah, I mean that card seems fine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a rare though, huh? It's a rare. Yeah, these that, that actually kind of surprised me. Yeah, these set symbols are a little hard for me to tell, but once I draft it, I'll figure it out. Right. The 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 hologram gave it away. I was just oh, like, oh, rare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know, like, there's a you know, there's a two one for three that draws you a card and gains you a life. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, okay. So what does this do? Enters or dies? Okay. Couldn't make it lot. enters or leaves the battlefield, huh? No. Couldn't had to take the ephemerate play away from me, huh? I think that'd be okay. That'd be that'd be okay. Oh look, there's another one one for one with flying and lifelink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like at the end of it has a additional text too, like sure you get to scry if you get to descend. Okay, so you descended if a permanent card was put into your graveyard from anywhere. Wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Isn't Descend the same as Revolt? Wasn't uh, that the mechanic on uh, Fatal Push? Uh, that one's if something left the battlefield. So if you mill a permanent... Oh, so this one is just Energy Graveyard. The other one is... Uh, okay, so it's a yeah. slight difference then. Gotcha. Yeah, like if you mill a permanent... You, if a permanent you, you control left the battlefield, this one is if a permanent enters your graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So slightly different. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, like, if they source plowshares your thing, it doesn't trigger descend, but it triggers revolt. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little... It's all right. The uh, the next card here looks like it's wearing an African headdress, soaring sandwing. It does, yeah. It, it's yeah. I'm glad they're bringing plain cycling. Like it's more evergreen or judicious, mm. I guess. Like I, there was it those, and then the ones in uh, March of the Machine, right? The, plain, the land cyclers. I'm, it's makes me happy. I, I just wish they were better. But like. I'm happy to see that mechanic come back more. Like these kind of glue mechanics, like I'm always yeah, to make fan. your deck to make your deck playable. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> back <laughs> back <laughs> when it was back when it was just about jungle weaver. Oh back god! In the day. I mean, it could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> Even a jungle weaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the spring-loaded uh, saw blade seems fine, but it's again just a a little combat trick. But yeah, it's yeah. Let me take a look what the other side is here. It's like a five-five with crew or something. It's weird. Crew, well, crew one is pretty good. That's the right number. Mm-hmm. Or you could tap two other untapped artifacts you control to basically crew it. All right, so yeah. that's interesting. It does yeah. have flash. Yeah, it's essentially kill target. It's like a whatever condemn, kinda or whatever the one seal away. The one from Dominaria, where you yeah. exile target tapped creature or whatever. Well, it's also sort of like neck snappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the if it's because usually it's going to be used during combat or whatever, right? Like even though this one doesn't have to be used during combat, but yeah. they all kind of remind me of. Next snap is always that you want to talk about a card that was super easy to see coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he left four mana untapped. Oh no, I wonder if she's gonna next snap my creature. Let's see what happens. I'll attack. Oh, next snap. Oh wow, who could yeah. have seen that coming? I'm unt- Oh no, especially the uh, the sigh untap like. Path. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What is it like? Unstable glyph bridge looks. I mean, it's a wall of text. Oh my god, there's so many words. Yeah. All right. Let, let, let me read these words out loud here. All right. So, unstable glyph bridge. Three white, white for an artifact. When it enters the battlefield, if you cast it for each player, choose a creature with power two or less that that player controls. Then destroy all creatures except the creatures chosen this way. Yeah, so everybody gets a small creature to survive. Right. And then... So you get to keep your bozo. And then it has craft with artifact, same cost, three white-white. Yeah. Come in as a 5-3 flyer. Oh, fly, excuse me. 5-3 flyer. Whenever an opponent casts a spell during their turn, they can't attack you or planeswalkers you control this turn. Each opponent who attacked you or a planeswalker, you control this turn, can't cast spells. Oh, wow. So they can't attack. They can either attack or cast spells, not both. Mm hmm. Huh. I totally missed it. I had flying because it doesn't really look like it has flying. No, no, no. 
That's no, gonna get- I, I, I'm not getting flying from this. I, I guess it is kind of in air. There's some like air bubbles around it, like wind bubbles around it. Uh, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look very flying to be. No, fair. it just looks like some some dude. Hey guys, <laughs> this I think that's okay. It's like another wrath ish. Yeah, I mean it's at least you did. They just get to keep like some small bozo. Yeah, if you cast it. For each player, choose a creature with a power. Everything else but this. Yeah, and if they don't have one, then, well, get yeah, wrecked. Get wrecked, yeah. <laughs> and if you just have some small bozo, like, I don't know, some kind of one, like that angel, the 2-1, or yeah. whatever, you know, just some random A, a random uh, a tapper or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The, uh, the old arcade game tapper. Oh my god! Have you ever actually played the one that has like the actual like uh, beer taps as the controllers? Mm-mm. No, I never. I don't think I've seen an arcade of it. I just remember playing like emulation of it or whatever. Yeah, the the video, the arcade one cabinet actually has like a beer tap that you pull down and then wow. like release when it's full. So you have to like flick the beer the uh, the actual tap like. And then there was like yeah. a, a joystick to go up and down or whatever. Yeah. To do the various rows. Just think, that's what we used for entertainment. And now we have like Elden Ring. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I can play Slay the Spire from this super pocket whenever I want. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you, I spent a lot of hours on Tapper making sure I can get through the, uh, you know, the space alien bar level. Oh, what? <laughs> An alien? <laughs> Yeah, like that was like the fourth bar. Like when you would clear it, that was like because there was like a like a an old timey like western bar. There was mm-hmm. um, there was like a punk rock like eighties. I want to say punk rock uh bar was one of them. Um, you know, with like people with like mohawks and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure there was just like a one of them was a sports bar and had people with like a. Um, tennis rackets and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there was like a space alien. The the last level before it like went back to the beginning and kicked up in difficulty was like space aliens. It's like uh, Friday the 13th. That was the last one is in space. Oh God. Is that Jason X? Is mm-hmm. that the one that's in space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to space. Yeah, By the way, seemed... I maintain that Freddy versus Jason is an entertaining movie. Just saying. I never saw it, but I mean, it it seems like it did what it's supposed to do. Do people not like it? I don't know. I mean, a lot of those movies are kind of trash after the first couple, right? So, yeah, but that one's the, that one's I actually like enjoyed that one. Make it but no, this is Cliff Bridge seems fine. Yeah, this Warden of the Inner Sky seems very. I don't know. Like having to tap stuff on your turns really sad. Yeah. Activate only as a sor that phrase activate only as a sorcery makes me sad. Yeah. Or only once per turn. Mm-hmm. Or God. you know, all those phrases of like trying to stop dege- degeneracy makes me makes me sad. Yeah. Hey, remember Same when with- Blade of the Six Pride didn't have any abilities? Yeah, and now we have like I mean I guess it's like worse a Danto Vanguard, like the Vanguard of the Rose, so it's like yeah, just the spending one to have to do something is awkward. Like, uh, baby, 
<laughs> sorry. Oh, there, there you go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I, I mean, I'm not going to object. As long as as uh, as long as Warden of the Inner Sky has three more counters on it, has flying vigilance. After three, yeah, that's that's a lot of hoops to jump through for a one drop. I, yeah. I just want Isamaru. I just want another Isamaru. Isamaru, yeah. thank you. It's fine. Yeah. What do you think of uh, since that's white cards? Yeah, those uh, are the end of white. Yeah, Akal Pakal, first among equals. I don't know. Like Packle, Packle. <laughs> like Yapple Dapple. <laughs> Why do I feel like I've heard that before? Yapple Dapple. Yeah, it's a it's a old Han- Hanna Barbera cartoon. I'm trying to remember who oh. uh, what, what character it was that said it. It was uh uh um. Why do I feel like it was a bear? Yeah, it might have been a bear. It's um. Oh no 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 no! It was the genie. It was like the genie. It was like a the genie in the lamp th- guy. Oh, yeah, yep. That's uh, wow, Babu the, Bob, the genie. Babu? Yeah, yeah, Babu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I think that were his. Those are like his magic words instead of abracadabra. I think it was yapple dapple. Whenever he says yapple dapple, uh, his magic tends to go wrong in an unexpected way. Dude, why jinx it? Why jinxing your magic like that? That's that's not right. <laughs> wow, hijinks and Sue. <laughs> All right, so Akal Pakal. Let's see, uh, one five human advisor, legendary creature for two and a blue. At the beginning of each player's end step, if an artifact entered the battlefield under your control this turn, look at the top two cards of your library, put one of them into your hand, and the other one to the graveyard. Yeah, I. Can- I- I'm just wondering sure. how many time you'd probably need this to trigger like three times to get your your uh your money's worth and uh uh yeah. To be fair, it does block well. Yeah, but like you figure, like you're not going to get a card for it until you untap, and then yeah, which is then big. only if it lives until the end of that turn, and then you get like your one card back. Yeah, which so is then you sad. need some some sort of way to like generate nothing burger tokens or something just so you can get some cards. I mean, this looks like a, a wonderfully dirtily magic card that if people just leave it alive, you're just going to generate a ton of value off of it. Yeah. It seems like a Psy master Thopterus at home. For a second, I thought you said thigh master. Oh, Thopterist. And I was Rest thinking of like you know like like sigh with like like the, the thigh master like squeezing his and squeezing his knees together. Yeah, rest in yeah, peace, Red Thomas. Yeah, from all accounts, she was she was pretty great. Oh, they reprinted yeah. Charter Course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice card to have. I think Confounding Riddle is interesting. Like it's a uh, essentially something will uh, from. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you can do it. Man, uh, it was from uh, Amonkhet block. Yeah, it's from, it's from Amonkhet. Um, Supreme Will. Supreme Will. Yeah, there you go. Taco Supreme. Burritos. <laughs> Burrito Supreme. <laughs> so, Burrito Supreme. Supreme Will. Like this just is plus one on the uh, like you look at your top four, which is the same, but like the counter spells better. Which is nice. It's like confound or whatever. Right, right, right. Which is I don't know, I think this is fine. It's like another one of those like glue cards. It's it's alright. 
Yeah, again, not embarrassing. Perfectly, uh, perfectly reasonable card to cast. Yeah, isn't there uh, the Tenacious D song too with that thing with Burrito Supreme? Oh, Burrito Supreme. Yeah, that's like the right. history of Tenacious D or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's Cutler Supreme. Right. Yeah. All right, so uh, you skipped over a card that was completely relevant to today's podcast. And that is uh, Brackish Blunder. Oh, by me eating a... Uh... Yes, by you eating... <laughs> That's the only Brackish. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was... Uh, that was, in fact, a Brackish Blunder. That was that was certainly... What do you think of Eaten by Piranhas? All right, Eaten by Piranhas. One in a blue. Enchantment Aura. Okay, Enchant Creature. Enchanted creature loses all abilities and is a black skeleton creature with base power and toughness one one. Oh my god, it's it's witness protection or whatever it is. I I am just yeah. an ordinary citizen. What do you mean? I'm just a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, but it's flash. It has my favorite. Right, it's got your favorite keyword in there. Yeah, I think that this is seems okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean it it is certainly a combat trick that is going to get something killed. <laughs> That's for oh. sure. This yeah. thing, this card is not designed to stay in play. This card is to to snake form somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. But for one less mana, was it snake form three or two? I think it was three. It was three. Yeah, it was yeah. three. And it was only a hybrid yeah, mana. Turn. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That card seems cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's as good as the one that gives you the monarch, but no, I don't think it is. But I mean, it's it's a nice, it's a nice little thing. I don't know about these craft, these flip artifacts that are next to it, like Enigma Jewel, and they have a lot of words. Uh, oh, there's so many words. Craft with four or more non-lands with activated abilities eight and a blue. Yeah. What? Oh, I, I'm trying to parse that sentence. Hold on. Craft. So you have to craft this, right? So that means you have to exile it from like whatever, right? With yeah. four or more non-lands with activated abilities. And then you have to pay eight or nine. Nine, yeah. At sorcery speed, nine. Yeah. To be fair, you can use the Enigma Jewel to pay for that. Sure. But good luck for the rest sure, of the Sure, so nine, right. So 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 seven. <laughs> and And four or more non-lands that have to have activated abilities, mind you. Not lands. Okay, now hold on. Now let me let me see what the big reveal is here. Oh, there you go. Flipping it over. Locus of Enlightenment has each activated ability of the exile cards you use to craft it. It's a legendary artifact. You may activate each of those abilities only once each turn. Okay, so you get to use each one once. Whenever you activate an ability that isn't an mana ability, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. Okay. So like I guess you could exile planeswalker? Yeah, I mean they they do have activated abilities. You'd just be able to plus it, but that that seems okay. If he because you get to do it twice, like you know you plus your Jace, and you do it true twice. It's so this is so weird a card. I uh, all, all I see <laughs> is eight. All I see is craft with four more non lands with abilities and nine mana, and I just like my brain turns off. Yeah, one thing that's nice about the ability is like because you exile as part of the cost, like they can't just kill it in response. Right. 
sure. which I think is I think is a very good design thing on on the well, design part. It's like you know with mutate right that if they kill the thing it's supposed to mutate onto you still get the creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's a good like non punishing way to do it if you're investing all of this. All right, let's yeah. look at the overflowing well. Yeah, but we think oh. of divin- divination. All right, so two and a blue. When it enters the battlefield, mill two, then draw two. Okay. Mill two, then draw two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not, not scry two, draw two. No, two, they, draw two. You, you just, you surveil, but you automatically don't like the cards. Right. <laughs> no matter cards. how good they are, you hate them. <laughs> Time walk to go away. <laughs> All right. Descend eight. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are eight or more permanent cards in your graveyard, transform it. All right. This one's only a rare, not a mythic. So let's see. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. It comes a land that adds blue mana. Yeah. Whenever you cast a permanent spell using mana produced by this, up to one other target permanent you control becomes a copy of that spell. Eh. <laughs> And that doesn't even seem that great payoff. Yeah, that's like, eh. look, I, I, with with unlimited time, I'm sure you can make this busto. Mm-hmm. Which I think most magic cards are now at this point, right? If like they just are left unmolested to do whatever you want to do with them, they're going yeah. to do something really. They're going to really do many dumb. things. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. That's. That's it's uh, a lot. Yeah, there's that's some, a uh, lot. There's some better cards. A few, uh, I guess, a, a few bars down. All right, let's uh, scroll here. Yeah. Uh, like a Malcolm in some, Middle. Yeah, we were just about to get to that one because I remember Malcolm from the Commander stuff. That's like yeah. a, I think it's a competitive EDH card. Often, I was oh, just okay. looking at some of the alliteration. Curl into history, an inverted iceberg. Oh, yeah. So yeah, just... inverted iceberg seems like Frost Titan at home. That thing's going to be annoying in draft. <laughs> Frost Titan at home. All right, yeah. let's see. Uh, Malcolm, alluring scoundrel. All right, so 2-1 Flash Legendary Siren Pirate for two. All right, I'm, I'm already kind of in. Yeah, well, I was because it's I a, it. a, a Flash 2-1 Flyer. Yep. For two? Kind of in. All right, let's see what the rest of this text is. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, okay, could probably going to happen. That's flying. Mm. Put a chorus counter on it. Draw a card, then discard a card. Okay, these are all separate lines here. All right, put a chorus counter on it. Then no more mention of chorus counters yet, but then draw a oh. card and discard a card. Then if there are four or more chorus counters on it, you may pay the discard a card without paying the mana. Because, oh, yeah, that's a nice little. That's little cool. Yeah, I was in from the first two words of flash and flying. I was like, right. oh, F- flash flying reasonably costed body. Oh, oh, oh. Does it have a Does it have a drawback? Then I'm like, uh, this is 2023. Our cards don't have drawbacks. Right. What? What? Like, do you mean like I get to draw the artwork again? Is that what you're saying? I get to draw it back. Is it is it blank on the back? Like it's those two sided tokens where you get to draw on it? Oh, I thought you were gonna say like an artist proof or something. Right. Oh yeah, or, or an artist proof, right. Oh no, you mean like something bad about it. No, no, no. No, that card oh yeah, that one's cool. 
Yeah, I had it in a. We had it in our last cube draft, which, by the way, I should say we're, we've been able to do regular cube drafts again, which has been awesome. very nice. Yeah, and like somebody had, it. I was like, "How was it?" He's like, "It was a looter with flash." I'm like, "Nice, I'm, yeah. I'm on board." Looter Ilkor is fine, and then if for some reason it lives for four turns, okay. Yeah, sure. Then you just uh, then you have it all. All right, Ogier Pactic, deepest epic. Four three flyer for four. Whenever you cast an instant spell from your hand, it gains rebound. Okay, mm-hmm. which is nice with like cantrips and stuff. Yeah, when it dies, return it to the battlefield tap and transformed with three time counters on it. Oh, going to unsuspend it to something. Oh, it's a it's a it's a land on the other side. I was not expecting that. Yeah, these these gods. Like the cycle turns into lands. There's the right, white and then they too. turn back, right? Don't they all like you can flip them back and forth? Uh, yeah. If you meet like certain conditions, and right, like so this, this one, add a blue, remove a time counter. Two and a blue, transform it. Activate it has no time counters and only a sorcery, so it turns back into the creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's all right. It's a four mana card. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Doesn't have flash, but you know, no, <laughs> no flash. But you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, uh, why do you have to sacrifice the puzzle door? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good really... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I get distracted. <laughs> Somehow I missed it before, and yeah, I just saw in the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, it's like a. What was that card? Mask of Memory? Yep. This kind of gives me those vibes. In a way, but funky pirate hat. It is a very strange looking. Like it's got like gyroscopes on it. Yeah, it's got like some. Uh, uh, it looks like a reading lens of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's got bifocals. Yeah. Oh, it's like the glasses from uh, National Treasure. Oh, so he can read yeah. Ben Franklin's uh, writing in the back of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, there you go. I'm Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> you know, I really like cards like Relics Roar that are like, hey, until end of turn, this thing that you thought was... So it's like the opposite of the other card. Like, hey, this thing you thought was benign is Roar, it's a 4-3. Roar, it's a 4-4, four, four, and it's flying. This does mm-hmm. not seem like a good version of it in particular, but because a lot of them are like, hey, this thing's a 4-4, four, four, draw a card. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and 4-3 is, like is, is an interesting old stat line. Yeah, like, oh, why is it three toughness? Hmm. Uh, it get bolted, I guess. I don't know. I like that River Herald Scout is essentially a color shifted version of the black one from right. And from it's also a Exelon, the first Exelon set. Yeah, I was about to say whichever. Yeah, whatever it's whatever it was called. I don't know, <laughs> but it's also. A common, which is what that one got downshifted to. So I think that's nifty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, as I'm looking through this, I'm definitely seeing cards that I'm like, oh, this is more interesting if I'm limited by rarity. Mm-hmm. Like there was a 3-3 three, three for 3 that just has a not-tapping ability of pay 5 and make a 1-1 one, one artifact creature earlier on. Oh, okay. It's a white yeah. creature. I was like, okay, like 5 mana is probably a little too much for that, but... Yeah. Like... 
it's it, it it's a card that makes me like okay like super efficient and oh we have a mana sink late game if we're doing nothing else laser we're making mm-hmm. I feel like we've ones. been seeing more of those lately where it's just like yeah thing and then you can use it as a mana sink yeah it's it's nice what do you think oh. of a uh, spyglass siren that was the one I was just about to read nice. let's see spyglass siren one for a one one flyer oh flying man okay. Mm-hmm. When it enters the battlefield, create a map token. Yeah. Sure. Yep. It's not a clue, but that's cool. Yeah. It's a it's a little game piece. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, it's not bad. I I have no idea what to think of the uh subterranean schooner. I think it makes me think of what was that movie? Chasing Amy. It was the one the Kevin Smith movie where they were in a mall. Uh, yeah, Chasing Amy. Where they were like, the guy was trying to look at the 3D art, and it was the kid was like, it's a schooner or whatever. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I never had a problem looking at those, like the 3D pic. I, I don't know how my eyes could I'm, just go. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a three dimensional picture or one of those in my life. I don't uh, think I've ever gotten a single one to work for me, no matter uh, what people told me to do and unfocus your eyes or unfocus this or look over here or try to look past it. Every time it would start to look like something, my brain would go, okay, now focus on it. And then mm-hmm. it would, and it'll be gone. I, I could never. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm over lifetime on the magic eye pictures. I wonder like, that's gotta be such a weird thing for like this generation. Be like, there were these pictures that were 3d but they looked really bad. <laughs> you had to like cross your eyes or something. <laughs> you had to unfocus your eyes and act like you're nearsighted. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, I, I don't, I have no idea what to think of this thing. Like I feel like if it was in white, I would love it. But I mean, three, four for two is, is not, I mean, I wish it had like, okay. So like, obviously, you know, be sky. I, I like sky skiff. That was just like one of my favorite cards from like when vehicles first came out, which mm-hmm. was, you know, the common version of the, uh, you know, Lure scooter or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I just like the sky skiff. So this is kind of like sky skiffy to me, but without the, uh, flying, you know, without the evasion, yeah. but like explore might draw you a card. Yeah. Like it's kind of looting in a three, weird way four is pretty big. Yeah. You know, like turn one spyglass siren, turn two subterranean schooner. Yeah. That seems okay. I think, I feel like it's probably better than it looks. Yeah. I got a feeling getting a chance to play with this probably. And I think it'll, you know, I think three, four is a good size, which mm-hmm. I think determines it too, which means like its survivability is a little bit longer. Yeah. If it were a four, three, it'd be way worse, mm-hmm. way worse. Yeah, I think. What do you think of uh, the next one? Tishana's Tide Binder. Tide Binder. Oh, t- not Bender. Tide Binder. So two and a white. It's two and a white. Two and a blue for a three, two. Oh, it's, it's got the magic word on it. Upsold. I'm already in. All right. When it enters the battlefield, counter. Oh, it's Stifle. Mm-hmm. But if an ability of an artifact creature or planeswalker is countered this way, the permanent loses all abilities for as long as it remains on the battlefield. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. So it's like perma stifle ish. Right. It's like the 
Wow. Well, because, you know, there was, what, the two-mana stifle with split second that, like, stopped it from doing anything the rest of the turn. But mm-hmm. now it's just a 3-2 that just stops it from doing anything forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a cool card. I like this. But, again, it's probably my flash bias. Right. But, you know, like, why tap mana on your own turn when you can do it on someone else's turn? One of my favorite cards, because I don't know why, I just have play, been playing a lot of alchemy and in the, uh, you know, especially in the last year uh, where I've been playing it a lot. And there was a, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Spell thief, future spell thief. So what it does is uh, it's two and a blue for a three, two with flash. So okay. same stat line when it enters the battlefield, Conjure a duplicate of target spell. No, no. When this enters the battlefield, conjure a duplicate of target spell into your hand. So you target a spell when you play it. Okay. That that card perpetually gains. You may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast a spell. So like, if they cast like a lightning bolt or something, with that on the stack, you cast this, and now you have a lightning bolt that you can pay with any mana. Gotcha. And it was one of those cards that like was subtly really good that you know, people didn't really catch on to, which was kind of the weird thing about alchemy was like it, because it was ver- as a very unplayed format, like there were cards that people didn't know were good because mm-hmm. not as many people are trying to break it. And like this card gives me Tishana's tide binder gives me vibes of that, where it's just like a good stat line has flash and you could get people with it. Oh, yeah, getting people is the best part of playing blue, right? Yeah, that is very true. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of that card. Uh, yeah, that one seems cool. I think it's I like probably it. one, of the, one of the better stifle variants for cube, I would say, because a lot of them are just, like, awful. Yeah, I, the, 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 the gameplay doesn't really work super well with that. But, like, being able to shut things off all the time mm-hmm. and have a 3-2, no, that one's cool. Yeah. I don't know if these other blue cards are really doing much for me. Like, no, I looked at the waterlogged Hulk. Yeah, uh, you get to mill a card. Hooray! <laughs> ah, I just yeah. hate craft at sorcery speed. I get it, but I just hate it. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, what do you think of these? What do you think of this? Uh, Bat God, in black. Bat God. All right, Akalazots. I'm sure that I'm pronouncing this deepest betrayal. Oh, this is what's going to turn into. It's going to turn into a land. All right, let's see. So five mana, four four flying lifelink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. All right. Well, Sangir Vampire ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifelink. So all right. Whenever it attacks, each opponent discards a card. For each opponent who can't draw a card. Okay, that's good. Uh, whenever an opponent discards a land, make a 1-1 bat. When it dies, return it, transformed, and it's the land, which is Temple of the Dead. Makes a black, or just three, and becomes the thing again. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. You activate only if a player is heckbent. Huh. I do like these cards that get around like if somebody is hellbent or heckbent you know just like for an opponent who can't you draw a card like i'm a big fan of how 
there's extra play, like if an opponent does have no hand. Like I think sure. I'm always a big fan of like stuff like that. I mean, five mana is probably a lot, but yeah, it's probably probably a bit too pricey. But but that card's going to be uh that that card's going to be something and limited. Ooh, oh boy. yeah, I'm going to be facing that all the time. Boy, that card's going to be something. Yeah, look at a uh, bitter triumph. I think you're going to like that one. All right, we're going to. Uh, oh, I saw this card. This is the bonkers removal spell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An additional cost to cast a spell, discard a card, or pay three life. So either or, destroy target creature. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, hey, auto in. Yes, please. Yeah, I think that that's probably. Great. I'm pretty sure it's just like the the the, the easiest in. Oh, this that is, is my... just a universal great card. Good lord. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty. It like compare that to like Infernal Grasp. And yeah, and Infernal Grasp is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is just... Yeah. I'll take this kind of power creep. I'll, I'll take it. Wow. And Donato. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Blood so... Water. Yeah, oh, so sorry. how come hits a... Akalazots is a bat? But literally his homie, his blood letter, is not a bat. How come it's but, he not has, a, but it has bat wings, right? Well, I guess, to be fair, it is a vampire demon. Yeah. Why couldn't it be a vampire bat demon? That's your homie. Although, well, I guess uh, if all the vampires pray to... Now, the acolyte makes sense that it's a vampire praying to the bat god. But, like, that's your homie. Like, shouldn't it be a bat? I would think so. It kind of looks well, like an owl. Yeah, you get sucked to death. With this guy, because he gets you All twice. Right. So, All right, so one black, black, black. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, it's a mythic, too. Um, flying, if an opponent will lose life during your turn, they lose twice. Oh, so it's got pseudo double strike. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so card's going to be a pain, too. Yep. My opponents are going to have that. I'll be like, cool. <laughs> so I Great. This game is going to go fabulously for me. I wonder how many people got my vampire bat reference that I just made. <laughs> I, I I hope at least one. I would hope so. Yeah. Ooh, chupacabra echo. Yeah, it doesn't have echo though, so it's flavor fail. <laughs> I know. I need to get uh need to get Richard Garfield to to give it echo. To make it worse. I, I mean, look, look. I don't want to live in a world where Exalted Angel doesn't have Exalted. Okay. Yeah, that ain't right. That ain't Chupacabra not right. Chupacabra Echo not having Echo is, is you know, this is automatically kind of disqualified in my book. Beast Horror Spirit. We think of uh, Corpses of the Lost, which for some reason I misread as Crepes of the Lost. Ooh, sounds delicious. <laughs> so you get lost and all of a sudden you get crepes. <laughs> There's like a big, just giant wheel that they're like scraping crepes off of and like cooking them. You're like, ooh, oh, that'd be delicious. cool. Yeah. All right. All right. So, all right. So, this is an enchantment. Oh, I already don't like it. <laughs> when it enters the battlefield, create a two-two black skeleton pirate creature token. So you get a three-two haste skeleton pirate creature token. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, right. that's not it's not horrible. At the mm-hmm. beginning of your end step, if you descended this turn, you may pay one life. If you do. Return this to its owner's hand. Oh, so you can pick it up and do it again. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. Now, 
unfortunately, we're at this place in Magic where I, are they going to make Skeleton Tribal worthwhile? Because, you know, all the undead tribal stuff always are uh, undead kindred stuff is uh, was always tilted towards zombies. Yeah. Vampires. Are we um, actually going to get skeleton support now? They don't seem very good. Like, I'm, I did a quick search. Like, mm-hmm. there's cult conscript and uh, demulich and t- tiny bones. And gutter bones? Yeah, I have a bone and, to pick with that. Yeah, skeletal vampire. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the uh, the classic. Man, that card was so good. It was. <laughs> it's so good. Augur of Skulls. Oh, man. Ooh, Awkward of Skulls. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we used to call it. Ooh, Deadweight yep. got a reprinting. Oh, nice. Demir Houseguard. Yeah, there's just not a lot of organic skeletons that are of good. course not they're just made of bones they're not that organic although i guess bones are organic but what if they're are they free range <laughs> free maybe range. Free, free range skeletons <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah th- yeah i don't i think it's probably just like only really applies to this and like comedy changeling option mm. but yeah it's just like Yep, your, entity, uh, what's up? I do I do wonder how much if I would like this more if it was in red, because like essentially you're getting a three two with haste that you can pick up and then reuse again. I sure. think this is probably like okay. A great limited card. Oh pfft. yeah. That'll be an, that'll be quite annoying to play against. That's that's a set review. Annoying cards to play against in limited. Right, because that's literally seems like I'm like, oh, that card's gonna be fun to play against in limited. Mm-hmm. Nope. Ooh, it's uh it's the booty. Uh it's a. Uh, oh my god, why the human, the one two human pirate that does this. Deep uh, cavern bat. Oh yeah, deep Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It has lifelink. And it's so uh, but it's only a one one. That's fine. That's okay. I like the fact that this can get creatures as well. Which uh, freebooter right. couldn't? Yeah, non-life freebooter. That's what it's called. Yeah. So yeah. So this is a one-one flying life linker bat, deep cavern bat for one and a black. That when you look at their hand, you can uh, you basically temporary th- thought season. Mm-hmm. I always like these kind of cards. Like yeah, that one's get cool. Some, get some information. Oh, uncommon. I would not have gotten that from the set logo. No. But yeah. Okay. Now that I look closely, I can see that it's actually kind of silver. It's gonna trip but. me up so much, but I don't know. Since I'm mainly an arena player these days, it I'm sure it'll stick out more. But yeah. Whoa! Defossilize. Look at that card. Yeah, that's some. Uh, that's a scary. For an additional one mana over, you know, the four mana regrow the you know. Zombifies. Zombifies. Thank you. You just get to explore twice mm-hmm. for an additional one mana. Yeah. Hey, guess what card? Guess where that card's going to be fun? Uh, yeah. <laughs> get back your big. Even though Cube is limited, I understand. Yeah, stop yelling at the stop yelling at the podcast at home. I understand. Cube is limited. I understand. I got it. Yeah. Echo of dusks. Oh, that doesn't have echo either. That's. God, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. This is- <laughs> Two cards of Echo. 
Does it become night when it comes into play? I'm out. Oh, yeah. What well, it doesn't it's do not that night either. bound. Yeah, night. Good night. <laughs> Good night bound. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. What do you think of? Uh, there's, there's like a two four. Ooh, there's three. another freebooter. Oh yeah, it's it's a uh, it's greedy though. Greedy freebooter. I like the artwork. Mm-hmm. Greedy freebooter one one for one black. When it dies, scry one and make a treasure. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, the the one that makes the one one. Uh, the white one, a witness, uh, haunted witness, or whatever it's called. Oh, I was thinking the black, the zombie from AFR, the uh, ghoul that, like, when it dies, you can either make something minus one, minus one, or get a treasure. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I should totally remember the name of it, but I, uh, haunted witness. Oops. <laughs> Shambling gas. Oh, god. Yeah, that card was. I remember playing against that so much during during the arena days when it was. What's legal. the What's the hunted witness? But it gives you a spirit when it dies. Doom Traveler. Yeah. Doomed uh, Blues Traveler. <laughs> there was one card I think I remember thinking recently. It's like this is probably better than Doom Traveler. I can't remember it now though, but. Yeah, there's well, a. Okay. I'm not, Sorry, I'm not sure what to think of this uh, preacher of the schism. That is exactly the card I was looking at, and you know what my first thought was: is how many times am I going to hear people mispronounce this card? How how, how are they going to take schism? Oh yeah, for sure. There's no way that people are going to have a perfect record of pronouncing schism correctly. True. Yeah, that is that is just not a word that people see on a regular basis, unless you're talking about like the history of like the the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like and talking about like the the schism between uh you know hammering things on doors and such. But, yeah, or unless they're like a Tool fan, because that was a oh right, song. right, right. You're right. It's a good one. Good call. Yeah, that's right, about so it. Picture of the schism two four four two and a black. Death Touch Vampire Cleric. When it attacks the player with the most life or time... Whenever it attacks while you have the most life and you... or Okay, alright, so okay, so you get something either way. Alright, so if it attacks the player with the most life or tied for most, make a 1-1 one, one with lifelink. Whenever it attacks while you have the most life or are tied for the most life, you draw a card and you lose a life. So if you're tied in attack, you get the one one and draw a card and lose a life. Oh. Am I reading that correctly? Because it says uh, if you're because if it's one v one match, right, and you're attacking somebody, you have the same life total, that triggers the first thing and you get a one one. And then the then And then the yeah. second one, if you're tied, triggers. Yeah. I if they were that. in the other if they were in the other order, it wouldn't work. But in that order you get both. Hmm. Okay, cool. I'll take it. I mean, yeah. that's a big block. I mean, that's a pretty big blocker. Yeah, has death for, touch. Two for death touch for three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I mean, it's fine. It's, it, it's fine. I don't think it's exciting necessarily, but it seems cool. It'll be a pain to play against and, and learn that it is. 
Oh yeah, car- oh please, that car's gonna be. Uh. Yep. And yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm glad all these pain to play against and limited cards are uh, are rare ethics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get especially punishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Of course, the next card I want to look at. I'm looking at is rare. Which one? Uh, Souls of the Lost. The uh, weird Leergoif ish thing. Alright, let's see. Souls of the Lost. One in a black for Tarmogoyf stats, which is star star plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as additional cost to cast it, discard a card or sacrifice a permanent. Alright, less impressed. Let's yeah. keep going. Uh, its power is equal to the number of permanent cards in your graveyard. And toughness is equal to that. Okay. Yeah, like you can feed it with the uh, discard right. things, nifty. Right. I think it's got potential. It's like a cheap okay. threat slash yeah. enabler. I mean, if you're fetching, it's at least a two three. Yeah. Um, if you're sacrificing, I mean, sacrificing a land, sacrificing a permanent on turn two is not great, unless you play the thing with the map token first. It's second oh, map token. Yeah. But then it was wouldn't make it any bigger. Yeah, that's true. Huh? I don't know. It's all right. It's all right. It's probably a pain to play in limited. I guess. Yeah. How, how do? Ooh, this stalactite stalker looks interesting. Hmm. So this is a one black one one rare with menace, otherwise known as Menace, <laughs> in these parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, if you descended this turn, put plus one plus one counter on it. Two and a black, sacrifice a target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn where X is its power. This card's cool. I like mm-hmm. this card. Yeah. I mean, shoot. If you just turn one, fetch, play this, it's a 2 2 when it attacks the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is nice. That's cool. Goblin Rogue. Interesting creature type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I could I could see I could see this being a thing. Kind yeah. of down. Yeah. Kind of down. Kind it's, of down. Uh, it's a nice little Now nice little does this uh, do tokens count as uh getting descended because they do hit your graveyard but then fizzle, or do they not hit your graveyard because it's a replacement effect? I think it doesn't. I'm not 100% sure, but I I think so. That okay. they don't count, I don't think. Okay. I'm sure that's on the uh, FAQ for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or I, exile probably, it instead. Mm-hmm. Thing. I'm guessing they probably, whenever they do the uh, mechanics videos, they probably will talk about it there. I would guess at least. But yeah, it's probably in like an F whenever they do like FAQs kind of things. All right. No, I like it. I, mm-hmm. I could be I could be interested in that for sure. All right, let's see. Uh, that one makes fungus tokens. Oh, oh my god, this one says discard your hand. Oh yeah, that one's I think that one's interesting. Like All right, so Tarian's journal, two mana legendary artifact. Tap it to sack another artifact or creature to draw a card, but only as a sorcery. 
Two and tap it, discard your hand, transform it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a land. Mm-hmm. Legendary land cave. Out of black, you may cast a creature spell from your graveyard this turn. If you do, it enters with a finality counter on it. Oh, I'm sure that means that it just means that if it dies, it goes away. Yeah. So they just yeah, made it- a counter out of a thing instead of just like. So they made a way for people to remember that. Oh, what was the uh, uh, the the fairy that put a counter on a reanimated thing? And if it got targeted, oh, I remember makeshift mannequin. Yeah, makeshift mannequin was the spell, and then there yeah. was a five mana uh, black fairy that did it too. That had like on earth mm. or something with it too. But yeah, makeshift. It reminds me of like a makeshift mannequin thing. Although that was if it just got targeted or whatever, but. Yeah, I don't know. That card's that card's interesting. I don't mm-hmm. I don't feel like I want to play it in cube, but it's interesting. Yeah, there's probably like I feel like it's probably okay. Like for low to the ground decks? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. By the way, I think we forgot to mention re do we even forget to mention reassembling skeleton earlier? Oh yeah. I forgot about that one. That one's actually one of the, you know, the synergistic ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because you can just sacrifice it. And then it's back oh. again. It's back. <laughs> back again. Yeah. Fathom Terror Tide. All creatures get minus X, minus X on the turn, where X is the number of permanent cards in your graveyard. Huh. Mm-hmm. That probably works really well with fetch lands. Yeah. And other things. I mean it's it's not damnation. No. I know damnation, sir. I worked with damnation. <laughs> you, sir, are no damnation. No. I mean, is this something like this better than languish that's just a hard four four all the time? Probably not. Night four, night four? I don't think it is, but scales a little more in the late game. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You, you know what? That card's going to be a pain in. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be annoying and limited for sure. Yeah, Wraths and limited are always they're always something else. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I, I like the new one that's like pick a number between zero and thirteen. Everything with that power or greater dies. Yep. <laughs> I was very amused by that one. That that yeah. may have won me a game of limited. It's like zero, or like two. <laughs> I had a wall deck with a bunch of like, you know, zero power walls. I'm like, I'll choose one. <laughs> All your things wow. die. I have these O4s. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's the 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 pinger wall or whatever from that from that set. Oh right. yeah. The uh the one that makes me think of lobber crew or lobster crew. Lobster <laughs> That's what I always called it was Lobster Crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not even a lobster. It's a goblin. Goblin warrior. It's not even a lobster. <laughs> no. What do you think of... Uh, like, there's a couple of these artifacts that are just, like, okay effects that are have craft... Like the visage, visage of dread, tithing blade. 
Yeah, every time I get to one of these craft cards, I kind of read it and I just go, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Yeah. Like the blade becomes a weird enchantment. I, I like that the visage of Dread is made of the unobtainium stuff. Because it's oh. purple. Oh, that's cool. Whatever the thing is that they're chasing, whatever this element or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever uh, Argentum or, or who knows? I, I already forgot. Argentum. No, that, I think that's, that's the stuff from Mirrodin, right? It is. Yeah, that's what This like, is called, uh, it's purple. It's purple stuff. Oh, Cos- sunny, Cosmium. Sunny D, purple stuff. Cosmium. Yeah, Cosmium. Copium. Ooh, what, what is this uh, Abra Day card? Yeah, it's a... Did that deal three damage to a creature or destroy? Hey, that card seems good. It's it's a it's got some it's got some hope. I don't understand. What do you mean a walking clock? Oh, I guess it's supposed. Isn't it supposed to be a gnome? Yeah, I'm guessing it's a gnome. Oh, sure, whatever. because they are fine. clockwork gnomes. Uh-huh. Oh, clock clock is <laughs> clock is. <laughs> What do you think about a uh, bone horde breakasaur, which is an even living weapon? So it's uh, can, can we just talk about bel- can we talk about belligerent yearling first? Oh yeah, three two, just a yeah. three two trample, no drawbacks. Yep, and abilities, and, and oh, also like whenever another dinosaur enters, you can have it be not required. You can have it become that creature's base power. It's just mm-hmm. a three two trample for two. Yeah, this card's great. Mm-hmm. We used to have to jump through a lot of hoops to have a two power thing. Sometimes they had echo. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I got to do a damage on the way in and on the way out, but still. Sometimes it was like a you had to bloodthirst uh, it or whatever. Yeah, I was going to unleash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it was like a one-two on defense. God, there was the unleash card that was the the three mana. It would be a three mana three three first striker. With un- when you would unleash it. Hmm. There was a red common from that set. Splatter or whatever? Splatter Thug. Splatter yeah. Thug. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that card. Anyway, sorry. Bone Horde Dracosaur. Sounds like an insult you call someone. You know, you're a real Bone Horde Dracosaur. You know that? All right, let's see. Dinosaur Dragon. Five mana, five, five. Flying First Strike. Okay. These are all dragony things. Mm-hmm. Beginning of your upkeep, exile the top two cards of your library. You may play them this turn. If you exile a land card... Oh, this is similar to that other one. Then when you exile cards, if it's this, you get this. If it's that, you get this. Mm-hmm. If you exile... Yeah. So, okay. So, so regardless, you always get the 3-1 and or a treasure token. I was supposed to say, yeah, you at least get something out of the deal. And you then you get to play them afterwards if you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like if this is going to be like, if this is a way to make a non-haste big red creature, this is a, a step in the right direction. Like, it still sucks in the face of Doom Blades, but I mean, I feel sure. like if, if you untap with this thing, that it, you get so much card advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, because getting basically getting two cards to cast and at least some 
version of either a treasure and or a three one dinosaur. Yeah, that mm-hmm. card seems cool. That card seems cool. I, yeah. I don't know what man. I don't. I don't know what I would replace it with, but uh, yeah, I don't hey, know. This, you know what? This card is going to be a real pain in limited. Oh God, that's going to be annoying in limited <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Value engines. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is that card's cool. I mean, it's it's still got you know the the Bane Slayer problem, right? Like, which is like it needs to live, but if it does, you're probably in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably in good shape. Yeah, I didn't really think much of Brass's Tunnel Grinder, but there was a streamer who said he thought it was good. So, would you like to read this card? All right, let's <laughs> see. Brass's Tunnel Grinder. Why is Tunnel Grinder hyphenated? Anyway, um, yeah, so tune red for a legendary artifact. When it enters the battlefield, discard any number of cards, then draw that many cards plus one. Okay. I mean, fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of your end step, if you descended that turn, which most likely you will, because you're discarding cards and then True. drawing that many plus one. Um, at the beginning of your end step, if you descended this turn, put a boar counter on it. Oh, I get it. It's boring. Oh. <laughs> then, if there are three or more, remove it and transform it. Ah, oh, so it takes three turns to... <laughs> and then right. when you do... Whoa. Tekutlan, the Searing Rift. Um, becomes, uh, makes it red. Whenever you cast a permanent spell using mana produced by this, discover X, where X is the spell's mana value. Is that the, uh, numbered cascade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discover? Okay. Yeah. So all of your permanents get cascade when you cast it with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I... Seems fun. I was about to say, it seemed... <laughs> It's just three turns is pretty annoying. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But at least it replaces itself immediately, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you are getting you are getting the, the card back. Because even if you discard zero, you're still drawing one, but then you don't get the board counter. But Yeah. So you're probably incentivized to at least discard. I feel like this is a card I would want to try in standard. Mm-hmm. Not, being completely oblivious to what the standard metagame is. This feels like one of those cards that I want to play in lower-powered constructed environments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just feels tailor-made for something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know so much about Cube. Three three turns is a long time. I was about to say, yeah, three turns is a lot. I mean, because I mean, look, I, mean, I suppose it's fine later, but unless you're some sort of like board control deck or something, and even then, the payoff is sure you get a free spell or whatever, but you can only really do it once because you have to use the mana from the the grind. Yeah, you get like, once a turn, essentially. Yep. All right. Yeah, seems fine. How about yeah. millions of breaches? Breaches for me. Oh, yeah. Breaches comes in a can. 
He was put there by a man. All right, let's see. Eager Pillager. I have a feeling this Pillager is not going to be as good as uh, a certain monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so three mana, so two and a red, three, three for a strike. Okay, whenever a pirate you control attacks, could be him. Um, choose one that hasn't been chosen this turn. Ooh, so if you have multiple pirates, you can get multiple things. Okay. Create a treasure token, sure. Uh, target creature can't block. Great. Exile the top card of your library. You can play. That This card's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a 3-3 three, three for 3, first strike, and then I feel like the exile ability is probably the one I'd use the most. Right, like, like unless you'd like to drop or whatever and you absolutely positively want the, the mana from the treasure token, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, the free, free, you know it's great? Free cards. And yeah, then, you know, at least the, the, the first strike protects itself. But, I mean, there's certainly a, a not blocking would do something. Mm-hmm. It does play very well alongside everybody's favorite monkey. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're still playing, uh, there's the two drop, too, that makes the Ragavan token. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a pirate human something. Yeah, human pirate, I think. Which I can't remember. Why can't I remember her name? Karizev. Karizev, thank you. I mean, that's a nice pirate curve. Mm hmm. I don't know. That card, I don't know. Maybe this card's cool. I don't know. I like it. I think it's got some potential. I, yeah. I don't know how great, I don't know how great it is, like with how, how good creatures are getting, but I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. Like it's a three, three for three. And then it does stuff. Like it kind of draws a card. It's like, a, it's, it's like a Ophidian. Which is nice. Yeah, I figured it actually does damage. It doesn't have to connect with them either. Mm -hmm. Just when it attacks. Yep. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. That's pretty cool. I like it. What do you you think of um, yet another Bone Splitter, Dire Flail? Dire Flail. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. I was still still reading Diamond Pickaxe. And oh. then I got stuck on Dynatomaton. Yeah. <laughs> what a great name. Dynatomaton. All right, Dire Flail. All right, let's take a look. All right, one red equipment. Equip creature gets plus two plus zero. Equip one. Sure, it's red bone splitter. Mm-hmm. With... It uh, costs like a thousand mana, but if you do three red red, craft with artifact, and haya, dire blunderbuss. Ooh, it becomes a gun. Oh, okay, yeah, it does. Blunderbuss, the old pirate gun, or the gun they used in uh, Looper. I think that was that a blunderbuss in Looper that they used. Anyway, good time travel movie. Oh, okay. Um, it is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, Looper. Pretty sure they, they were blunderbusses that they used in that movie. Anyway, all right. Equip creature gets 
plus three plus zero and has whenever this creature attacks, you may sacrifice an artifact other than this. When you do, this creature deals damage equal to its power to target creature. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I like Bone Splitter. It's bigger. And I, I don't know how much I would ever split the next level, but I don't know. That seems cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I I think it's fine. Yeah, like, what's better than one Bone Splitter? Mm-hmm. One that becomes a gun. <laughs> Alternatively, dousing device. Uh, yeah. Let's look in the geode grotto in the grotto. Uh, dark creature gets a hex and yeah, gives haste. And there's other lands that give haste. Yeah. Instead of having to jump jump through the the hoops of trying to do that. It's a it's a lot of mana. Enterprising scallywag. Oh, yeah. It's a grizzly bear that if you descended, you get a treasure. Mm-hmm. Eh. Which pays for itself, kind of. Yeah. In a way. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah. I could see that being a, a card I would just like to play in Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Same with a geological appraiser. Yeah, that's what I was just reading. Kind of makes me think of Keldon Champion. A little bit. By being a... By, oh, and that also doesn't have Echo. <laughs> Goblin Tomb Raider, that does not look anything like Lara Croft. No. They, uh, they're they missing several things. All right, but so... <laughs> wait, whatever could you mean? Um, as long as you control an artifact, Goblin Tomb Raider gets... Well, okay, so it's... It is... Goblin Guide with no drawback as long as you control an artifact. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean... I'm, su- I'm surprised it's a common. I mean... Yeah? This seems fine. Yeah. yeah it's a one... It's its floor is a one-mana one-two, which is a little, like, eh. But, I mean, if you have a lot of artifacts in your in your red decks, this is like a real a, good one. Like a Dire Flail, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem horrible. No, it seems it seems nice. It's it's all right. I kind of want to draft like nine of them in a draft deck. Oh jeez. Play play something idiotic that gives you like a map token. Oh. And then just be like, attack it for two, attack it for four, attack it for six. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you're done. A- endless stream of two two idiots. Mm-hmm. Hit the mother load. Oh, yeah, that's a... Yeah. Hmm. It's That card costs a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot of mana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, Hot Foot Gnome. Oh, yeah. 3-1 Haste, Shrug. that can also give other things haste. Meh. A few cards down, you'll see a good one. All right, Idol of the Deep King. Eh. Not that one. Seneschal of Inti, Seneschal of the Sun. All right, 2-2 two, two for 2, okay. Or a legendary human knight. Okay, it's a human. Whenever you attack me, discard a card. When you do... Uh, uh, no. 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 No? I, I, I don't know. 
discard a card. You have to discard a card to get the plus one, plus one counter. Whenever yeah. you discard one or more cards, all right, at least you get a card back. Yeah. So it's like a looter. Okay, it's mm-hmm. like a looter. All right, I'm I'm reframing this a little bit here in my mind. All I saw was like discard, discard, discard. Oh, no. Yeah, you, it's a looter-ish. And then it gets bigger. Oh, by the way, it's not whenever this attacks. It's whenever you attack. So mm-hmm. you can play this and attack with other things and get the trigger. Oh, oh, oh. Hold, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, never mind. We're back. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing what a little bit of reading comprehension will do. It's it's a nice one. It's a nice one. That uh, one's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of it. As a, And you get to play it until your... Okay, that's until your next end step. All right. So you only have until the end of that turn. Yeah, but that's still fine, I think. I think that's okay. No, that one's cool. Mm-hmm. Gives you yeah. some more stuff to do after uh, combat. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what to think of uh, the Galleon. It seems like a bad Sky Sovereign. Five mana, five, five. Whenever it enters the battlefield, deals five damage to target creature and opponent controls. Whenever one or more creatures your opponent's controller dealt excess non-combat damage, create a treasure token. I guess that helps get around like the kind of inherent inefficiencies, like if you're using this to kill a three three, but it's still right. like five it's still five mana, which is Yeah, you get a uh, refund at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of yeah. or you get a coupon. <laughs> right, right, right. Get a discounted future spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's okay. Yeah, it's it's I can it's, think of many other uh I don't think it's replacing the tank, Mizium tank, anytime soon. I don't think it, yeah, I don't think this is replacing most removal either. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting, but no. This god is kind of eh as well. Yeah. It's another one of those. Let's see what the land does on the other side. So, you know, four mana in red is just so crowded. By the way, this is uh, Oger Axon, Axonil. Mm-hmm. Deepest Might. So it's a 4-4 four, four for two red-red legendary creature god with trample. If a red source you control would deal an amount of non-combat damage less than its power to an opponent. That source instead deals damage equal to its power instead. Mm-hmm. I said instead yes. twice. I answered it and said. said. But hmm. it, yeah, kind of just upgrade. It's an, I feel like I've seen this so much, like Torbran, but worse. Yeah, I like Torbrin. Mm-hmm. It, granted, it's only playable in one deck, which doesn't need the help, but... Yeah, and this kind of is a similar, where it's just like... I don't think I'm playing this in Gruul. Or it becomes Rakdos. the Temple of Power, which makes oh. red on the other side. Uh, activate only if red sources you controlled dealt four or more non-combat damage this turn, and only as a sorcery. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a big shrug. Oh, there's a 3-2 pirate for 3 mana that just makes a treasure token. Hey, remember oh. when there was a 3-mana uh, vigilance trample that yeah. also made a treasure token? 
Wow, that's the same a big, cost. It's a big downgrade, yeah. Yeah, I'm so surprised that was a common. So was this. <laughs> I mean, right. Uh, yeah, Jewel Thief is the, uh, the the crowning jewel of commons. There were so many good commons in that set, too. You had that angel, the aforementioned angel in that set, too, at common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a cat rogue, just kind of stealing stuff. I don't know if there's much other red that really uh, excites me that much. Like, a lot yeah. of it's just kind of like either overpriced or like dinosaur specific or it's just bad. Yeah, none of that looks particularly interesting. Ooh, yeah. I saw, I saw Capybara in uh, green. Mm hmm. It's no, I think it's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big, big lad or lass. I mean, it could be either. That's a maritime garden, if not like a four-three. That's I don't know how it's going to be one of those things we'll end up seeing is just how often because it's kind of one of those things you don't really count normally. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, I'm at descent three. Right. You have to like yeah. be aware of what could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like right now I have no idea. But that seems probably difficult in in cube to get descend for, but like it's interesting. What do you think of bedrock uh tortoise? Yeah, I was just reading that. So as long as you turn, creatures have Hexproof. So a Bedrock Tortoise, I don't like that it's four mana. Already, that's kind of a turnoff. Like yeah. three and a green for a zero six. However, the ability of your stuff has Hexproof on your turn. Each creature you control with toughness greater than its power assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. So it butt fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. The days of Argothian Worm, or that card. Oh yeah, I, I, I I'm looking at Colossodactyl right now, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, giant spider! Like what? Mm-hmm. Where where are we? My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's crazy is that so Colossodactyl is a two green green four five dinosaur. With reach and trample, yeah. This doesn't this card feel like the new vanilla? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, I used to think call it like French vanilla or whatever. I think at one point, but but like this, the fact that it only has two words of text on it of rules text on it makes it feel like this is a vanilla creature, like it's mm-hmm. just a bozo like creature. But uh, uh, you know, it's a four or five reach trample for four. Yeah, like the stats are definitely it definitely has big stats. I mean, it's literally bigger than a 4444. Four, four, four. Mm-hmm. And also it has like other abilities. Like good lord. Yeah. There's a 1 1 for 1. I forgot to note that explorers. I think that's okay. Keynote scout, which makes me think of like keynote speaker. Keynote scout, he's out looking for the Benjamins. I don't know. There you go. 
Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I don't right. know if green's in the market for uh, attacking one-drop creatures with that are, you know, don't do a, a whole lot after they stick in play, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. The rate, the rate seems nice. Or at least fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I don't know how many decks would run that rather than, uh, you know, as far as cube goes. You know, and granted, you know, again, we're speaking in generic cube terms just because that's kind of the way I think about things. It's just like, I feel like most of my green decks would rather have a bird of paradise or an elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn one rather yeah. than that. Yeah. So. I think that's the, the rub on that. Whoa. Look at this artwork for disturbed slumber. Yo. Uh, you know, I never really noticed it, but yeah, that's, that's cool. All right. It's not teeth. as, wait, are those, are those teeth? Yeah. Or are those scales? I think they're scales. I thought it was teeth, but because I think the head's really big. Hmm. And so that's what, when I first looked at it, I thought it was teeth. I was like, whoa, it's a one eyed thing with teeth, but no, that's like the side of a dinosaur head, right? Cause that's what it does. Hmm. So I don't think those are teeth. I am now oh. less impressed by the artwork. I think those are just like a ridge of scales, like along like the cheekbone or whatever. Oh, yeah. I tried zooming in on the art to see if I could see any better, but it's still. Uh, hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just scales. I'm pretty sure it's just the side of the dinosaur's head. Or is that the because eyeball? You, that- the wall just blinked. Uh, yeah, so cool. that's just its eye. Yes, it's its eye with like the eyebrow ridge above it and like the ridge below it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a big random scared person in the front. Mm-hmm. I didn't even oh, see no. that the first time I looked at the card. Oh no. He <laughs> Earthshaker Dreadmaw. Oh yeah. Yeah, it makes Ooh. more uh Galta Stampede Tyrant. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have haste at all. No. But if you need, if you're casting a 12-12 and you happen to need more things, well, here you go. I mean, hey, it's another way to cheat your call, your, uh, uh, what's the name of the light? No, I mean, I guess any creature, really. Uh, your mm-hmm. crater huff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oof. All right, glimpse the core. Search for a basic forest card. Sure. Return target cave card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Are the, is the cave mechanic, are lots of caves like wind up in graveyards or is that just a random piece of like flavor text for when you mill yourself, you can put a land, one of the lands back in? You know, I'm honestly not sure. Um, trying to think if it does. Like, I think some may have sacrifice abilities. Whoa! This is just a straight-up reprint of Growing Rights of Itlamok. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had no idea that was in there. Yeah. At least the old art is better. I think so, yeah. This one just kind of looks like a little bunch of, like... It looks like a Toad or from uh, Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of Toads. And then... Sorry, your guy's cradle is in another deck. Yeah. Sorry, that was bad. 
What do you think of uh, the Huatli? Jody Huatli? <laughs> I can't, I can't, this is what my brain does. I cannot not think of like Jody Watley when I see Watley. All right, let's oh. see. Now, what Jody Watley sang, I can't remember. Can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sure it's something very famous. I'm going to have to look it up now because I'm going to be embarrassed if I don't remember. Jody Watley. No, I don't want images. I just want. What did she sing? What did she sing? What did she sing? Jody Watley. Looking for a new love. That's what it was. Oh, uh, okay. If you if you don't recognize it by title, you would recognize it immediately. Anyway, all right. Hell. So what what Jody Watley here? All right. Uh, Poet of Unity. Two and a green legendary human warrior bard. Was Watley a bard before? I guess she was a planeswalker before, but. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Because I don't think they would have bard creature type on a planeswalker anyway. Anyway, sorry. So two and a green or a two, three. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic land card reveal. Put it in your hand and shuffle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three nice Boros Boros hybrid exile then return her to the battlefield transformed oh, this is like a, a Frexian card oh god please tell me it's Frexian on the other side one time yeah oh whoa it's just I was not expecting to see a saga on the other side mm-hmm. yeah number one make two three three dinosaurs what <laughs> okay wait do, we, can I, do I have to activate it as a sorcery god dang it of mm-hmm. course it's activate only as a sorcery. God, I hate it. Sorry. All right. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't like the, uh, yeah. Uh, why is a sorcery? Uh, Roar of the Fifth People gains creatures you control make uh, mana. Search your library for a dinosaur card, put it in your hand. And Saga Step 4. Dinosaurs you control gain double strike and trample until end of turn. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a long time to wait for things to happen. Yeah. Well, at least you get the dinosaurs up front. Right away. Right. You get and two, then like, three, three dinosaurs right up front. Yeah. I think the rest is just kind of flavor text. It's like, okay, you... Sure. I mean, searching for a dinosaur card, great. It's just yeah. a card, you know. It's just in cube. Like, I don't know how often you're going to have a lot of dinosaurs. No, or- no. Not very often. Yeah. So I guess the, the thing is, is is a two, three for three that looks for a land that later on at sorcery speed, you can pay five mana for six power. I don't <laughs> know. That's Doesn't okay. seem very impressive. It's fine. Yeah. I think that's the rub. It's just okay. Same with like Hulking Raptor, which is, I guess, Omega of the Vineyard. Yeah, it's Ella Damry's Vineyard. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Magus of the Vineyard is also correct. But Hulking Raptor, two green green for a 5-3 dinosaur with Ward 2. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, add green green. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, there is a Frexian reference on this card, too, in the flavor Oh, yeah. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase. So... If you cast this during your first 
main phase, you don't get it until the Correct. next turn. Until your next turn. That's unfortunate. Yep. Yeah, that that makes it a quite a hard sell. Yep. 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 I think I like um Jade Light Spelunker, the one that lets you explore X times. Oh, okay. Let me take a look. I mean I like Jade Light Ranger. That card was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they had to try to live up to it. So let's see. X and a green for a 1-1 Merfolk Scout. When it enters the battlefield, it explores X times. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And Jade Light Scalable. was a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jade Light was a 2-1, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2-1 for, for 3 that explored multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, so this kind of compares decently to it. Yeah. Because if you probably. cast it for three, it's, it explores twice. But at least it's scalable past that, so it's not just like a dead draw. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not really what you want to be doing on turn one, but that's not why this card exists. Yeah. I'll blaze you for zero. Pass <laughs> the turn. Hey, sometimes you have to uh, sometimes you have to blaze their Hirobi Death's Whale for zero. Yeah, that's true. Or like blaze their Lanor Elf. Or oh no, there's the the cool one. Uh, light up the night. What, mm-hmm. Whatever the one from is that what it's called? The one that's yeah. like deals X plus one to creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that card. Yeah, that, that, that one's not bad. Because you actually get to bonk an elf on turn one with it. Mm-hmm. All right, lots of Malamute cards. Malamute cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cat warriors. Uh, spider, bristleback. Oh, here's the deepest. Let's take, take a look at what this god does. All right, so three green green for a 6-5 legendary god trample. Mm-hmm. Okay, 6-5 for five, okay. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, reveal that many cards from the top of your library. You may put a creature card and or a land card from among them onto the battlefield. But, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Yeah, and you just you just put it there. Put the rest on the bottom in a random order. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 probably one of the more pushed saboteur triggers. Wow. Let's see what the land does on the other side. What's the tra- what's the the trigger for being able to flip it back over? Activate this only if you control ten or more permanents. Oh, so you have to have the city's blessing. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that, yeah. That's a nice little callback. I mean, it has to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a that's a nice little callback. We'll, we'll put I don't know, that in. one seems decent. Because, look, that, a 6-5 trample on, like, turn 3 or 4, that thing's kind of hard to deal with. I mean, granted, it just gets doom-bladed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But hey, mm. when it dies, it turns into a land. Yeah, and I think I like these gods that flip. Uh, you know, it gives them a little more longevity. I guess it just depends on when the game is going to end. But I do right. like that it gives them longevity for if it dies to doomblade, there's at least a little more life to them. Right, well, it's like, you know, the gods from Amonkhet, right? The, you know put it third from the top or second from the top or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the that's the first one of these gods I think I actually like. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the probably the most pushed one. The rest are just kind of like okay, what you know, whatever. Because that card is also super unreasonable if you have something like Lightning Greaves in play. Good lord! Oh jeez, yeah, yeah. Turn yeah, three bonk you for four and put in. Look at four cards and put in some other stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess. No, I like that one. That one's cool. I mm-hmm. like that one better than a lot of the random, like, five drop creatures I've been trying over the years, like Colonian Hydra and stuff like that. Like, this one seems more interesting to me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Sentinel of the Nameless City? All right. We're working our way down. I was just looking to see how cute Poison Dark Frog was. It is quite, it is a quite, a cute card. It's very cute. All right, let's see. Sentinel of the Nameless City. Oh, this card is. You want to talk about pushed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, those are some push stats. Two, two and a green for a three-four vigilance. Okay. Yep. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, make a map token. Yeah, sold. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Cast it on an elf or. I'm glad that they're bringing back kind of the Titan text and they're kind of testing where they, I feel like they're probably comfortable with doing it. Like this is, I think a very good example of, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Big thumbs up. Yeah. That one's sweet. Yeah. Oh, this is a very expensive legendary artifact. Uh Oh, a skull poor nexus or whatever. The skull spore nexus. Yeah, that's just uh it's kind of like the party tree or uh, what's mm-hmm. it actually called? The one a from Great Henge. Great, great Henge, yes. Whenever yeah. one or more non-token creatures control that create a green fungus dinosaur token with base power in it. Yeah, sure. Double card creatures power, yeah. This card seems great. Um in things that don't require me to spend eight mana, so I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, thrash, thrashing Brontodon reprint. Yep, that I'll card's good. Mm-hmm. You like that one? I think I like the old arts more, but I mean, I'll take this one. Yeah, that card's good, though. Yeah, it's a nice, nice little twist and turn. Seems a little interesting. I don't know, like it, it caught my eye a, a little bit. All right, let's take a like, look. Like, uh, it's probably not very. It's probably not that great, but I mean, it it caught my eye as like a cheap explore thing. Okay, so at least it explores when it comes into play, right? So you get something for it immediately. So you pay yeah. one mana, and you're getting either a plus one, plus one counter, or a land. Yeah, and I think you scry one because it counts itself for its scry thing, which is nice. Right, so you, you scry get to like... one, and then that explores. Mm-hmm. So wait, 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 wait. If a creature you control... Let me, let me read this again. Hold on. <laughs> if a yeah. creature you control would explore... I know he's trying to assist with the podcast now. <laughs> um, like, I'm going to help. He's trying to help me figure out this card. I can't blame him. It's a lot of text. <laughs> All right. If a creature you call would explore, instead, <laughs> you scry and then it explores. However, when this enters the battlefield, target creature you control explores, which would then mean that you scry one and then explore. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when a land enters under your control, if you have seven or more lands, transform it. Okay. Yeah, then you Either get a... Uh, it is. Mycoid maze. Mycoid? My- Thanks, uh, Mycoid. Mike. Uh, Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is? Um, so three and a green. Look at the top four cards of the library. You may be able to create your card from among them. Put the card in your hand. Okay. It seems fine. It's it's kind of like the uh, Escanta, you know, get to look yes. for spells, but this one mm-hmm. for uh, yeah, a little search for Escanta action. Yeah, I think this is probably fine. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's scry one and explore. So the only problem, of course, is that you need to have a creature in play when you cast it mm-hmm. to get any yeah. of these benefits. Yeah, unless you're just planning okay. on unless you're just planning on like endless amounts of exploring after that, like an explorer chain. Mm-hmm. But exploratory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's I like that's a nice one. I'm trying to think of the multicolor stuff like that's the weird thing about about cube is like multicolor can either be a lot of stuff or not a lot. But I think abuelo. The one, mm-hmm. I love that they call it just abuelo like old man. Yeah. Name. <laughs> That'll be me and there was an abuelo oh. card earlier too on one of the in one of the sections. Mm-hmm. This has echo, but it doesn't have echo. But he's like ancestral echo. No, he also it doesn't, doesn't even draw, draw three cards when he comes into play either. Yeah, this is a uh, I'm out. This is not cool. I'm out. This is like the what is it called? Shark Tank. I'm out. Yep. It's kind of like a Miss Metal Witch where you exile another target thing and it comes back. Sure. But it's, it's at least a, a body, but yeah, it's yeah. flying with Ward. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I like the blink archetype in blue white as a sub theme. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Yeah, it's I. Is is I? I like uh, Anim Pakal Thousandth Moon. I think is interesting as like a weird gravel master. Meets Adeline. Yes, I remember seeing this card, and this is one of the cards. So I actually like this card a lot. I think mm-hmm. it gives. I mean, literally, this is the type of thing that Boros wants to be doing, right? You have all these like cool little like rabble master, you know, rabble knots, rabble masters that in in both colors now because you have like Adeline in white at three mana. You have all the goblin ones, and this is like right in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snowballs real fast. Oh yeah, create X one one tokens. Like, good lord. Hmm. I mean, it's like Krinko or whatever, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The uh, the War of the Spark one, but it doesn't need to attack. It's like whenever you attack with one or more non gnome right? Creatures. Which reminds me of the previous one from the four mana one that got banned in formats that whenever you attack with a non human, you look at the top four cards and you can put a human in the play. Oh, Winota. Yeah. Winota. It's got a little, it's got some shades of Winota, I think to it. Mm -hmm. By being like a play and then your attacking creatures carry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Man, I like stuff like earlier that card, you know, it says whenever you attack, 
the fact that like this doesn't have to attack, it just needs to be in play in order to get the trigger. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm in. I like it. I look, I'm always looking for Boros is always a little bit of uh heavy on the bore. <laughs> yeah. So always looking for, for cool stuff to play. And this one's more interesting than just like the random three two haste thing. Yeah. I like how a Bartolome del Presidio. Yeah, that's the, the just whole name is. Also, have you ever seen the Presidio? No, the Sean Connery movie. Uh uh-uh. uh So there's a great scene in the Presidio where he says, you know, he basically walks into a bar. He's like, you know, investigating some guy, or I don't remember the circumstances. But he tells the guy that like the guy wants to fight, and he tells him that he's actually going to beat him up using only his thumb, and he's yeah. going to use his right thumb because his left one's a little too strong for you. And he proceeds to like beat this guy up only using his thumb. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene. Wow. You know, with the Sean Connery accent. And I'm gonna yeah. use my right thumb. That's left one's a little too strong for you. Mm-hmm. And proceeds to beat him up with his thumb. That's what I think of whenever I see the word presidio. Oh, okay. Nice. So there you go. There's my there's my story of about the presidio. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, but only a right one because the left one's a little too strong for you. That's true. I can't. I gotta gotta get nerfed. The belligerent. <laughs> That's a cool name for a ship. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of okay, but the boat. Yeah. I like uh, Killen or Kellen, daring traveler. I think that's a pretty oh, okay. good. That's a pretty good. I think that's a good on rate. Trips me out because it it looks like a white card in the middle of all of the uh, multicolor cards here. It does, yeah. Wait, Gishsath, that's that's a straight reprint too, right? Sun's Mm -hmm. Avatar? Yeah. By the way, who's naming all these dinosaurs? Is it the Uh, dinosaurs naming each other? I think so. Or is it all like Atla Palani or whatever her name is? Uh, You gotta be part of the club, I guess, to to get the good names (laughs) versus the bad ones. All right, let's see. Uh, Kellen, two, three for two. Oh, wow. Okay. Whenever mm-hmm. it attacks, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card with mana value three or less, put it into your hand. Otherwise, you may put it in the graveyard. Yeah, the yeah, rate okay. on this is, I think it's just really nice rate. That's a lot. All right. Oh, it's, it's an adventure, too. All right. Journey on. One green. Create X map tokens where X is one plus the number of opponents who control an artifact. Yeah. The journey mode is kind of tacked on, but, you know, whatever. Sure. Oh, no, that, that card's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this, is this like, Oko's son or something? Is that why he's yeah. a fairy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just zoomed in. He's very dashing. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool, cool human. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, Molten Collapsing is really nice, like, Dreadbore, essentially better Dreadbore. Oh, okay, let's take a look here. Is that the one that you get to do, like, one or both? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that, like, Dreadbore, but you get to possibly do both, even though one of them's probably not going to be very good most of the time? I mean, All it's right, just see. nice when it is. Oh, yeah, it's just so much free stuff when it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so so yeah, so this is just a Dreadbore upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just straight up better Dreadbore. 
Yep. Yeah, it's a better Dreadbore. Choose one. Destroy target creature or planeswalker. Destroy target non-creature, non-land permanent with mana value one or less. If you descend it, you get to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just natural upgrade. Done. Yep. I read the Myco Tyrant as the Micro Tyrant. I'm like, oh, he's so cute. He's a Micro Tyrant. He's no. Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon no. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Napoleon, he was small, to be fair. <laughs> Napoleon Trilobite. The new, oh. new, uh, new ancient character, new, new character for somebody out there. Oh, there you go. I, I have no idea how to evaluate the Micro Tyrant, honestly. It's. Yeah, look, it's a Sapperling yeah. deck card. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Elder Fungus is a cool. Uh, it's a cool legendary. It's a cool title, though, to be fair. It, it definitely is, yeah. It's like Elder Brain, but it's Elder Fungus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these all these gold cards seem to be uh, legendary. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, there's the Planeswalker of the, the set. It's, uh... It's very mediocre. It does... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no thanks. It does ultimate very quickly, at least, but sure. it's like create a token, do a thing for minus three, and then whatever. It's okay. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be Whale fine. Of, limited. Yeah, Whale of the Forgotten is. I don't know. I'm. Descend 8 just seems like a very hard thing to do in cube. The payoff is absurd if you can. Alright, let's see. Black, blue, sorcery. Descend 8. So you only get to cast this if there are 8 or more. Choose 1 or more instead. Wait, what? Oh, choose 1. Okay. Sorry, you get to do 1 of them, but you get to do more of them if you have Descend 8. Okay, got it. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. That's sorcery speed. Sure. Return opponent discards card. All right. So, so right now I'm having uh, recoil flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third one. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one in your hand and rest in your graveyard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, if you can cast this for all three. Yeah, that's just super pushed. That's a lot. I'm just not sure how often that's going to happen because that's another thing. It's like, yeah, I just don't. No, like I've been able to cube with some of these cards that are just, just you know, not. I mean, it's not a little a situational too, right? So even if you don't get to send eight, like maybe it's just good if you have to use it early just to get someone to bounce a permanent. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good enough just to cycle it, and you know, if you're looking for a land, yeah, like it definitely utility utility spell. With just this giant payoff, if you draw it late game, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's okay. That's yeah, all right. Ooh, Vito got an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a vampire demon now. Oh, he sold. He sold. Uh, sold to the uh, to the bat. Batman, the bat god. <laughs> bat god. You know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Oh, that's my favorite. 
That is such a good. Can't quote. get rid of a good bomb these days. God, it's so great. The shark repellent. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's so cheesy. Oh, this card's called the Great Mistake. Uh, is That's that kind uh, of a cool name? Which is that card? Oh, the skeleton thing. Yeah, Uchbenbach, the Great Mistake. That is cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the art's really nice. I think it's. I think I like the actual the the original version more than the promo one. Honestly. I don't know. It's 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 a nice. Let me see. I'm trying to remember what good artifacts there are. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I think they're all just bad. <laughs> oh, why do you have to sacrifice buried treasure to use it? Uh, oh, just to like make a mana, you have to sacrifice it. I guess it's a treasure. Yeah, I was about to say it's. Yeah, it's because it's a treasure, I guess. And then you can. uh Discover five from the graveyard. That's just so like. What's what's the point? You know, it's just so you can be. I mean, so you can be up a mana and then like I don't know. Right, so it's only cost four. Woo! What a what a bargain. Yeah, yeah. Like so many of these are just artifacts are just. Like this compass gnome looks like he's got like a hyperspace ring on from Star Star Wars. Yeah, like he's about to like go into hyperspeed. I think there was one of these. Yeah, like contested game balls. Kind, I guess, could be like a sideboard card versus like Dirtle decks. Sure, but do you need? No, <laughs> not for yeah. cube. No, no, no. no. Oh, this, these. this this card looks like it does a lot. It's a legendary artifact. It's Matsalantli. It's it's, the, it's it's a great door. Matsalantli, the great door. Draw a card, then discard a card. Loot. Okay. Four and tap. Transform it. Activate only if there are four or more permanent types. Huh. I wonder. Uh, where they got that from? Four or more permanent types. I feel like I've I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like it's a keyword. I don't know. I don't know. I might be having some delirium going on. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like I had a pre you know, we had a preview card at one time with Yeah. You know. <laughs> the core. Fathomless oh. descent. Add X mana of any one color where X is the number of permanent excuse me? Oh my god! It has potential. Has definitely oh my has potential. god! That's so much mana. Make uh, twelve mana. Good god! This seems like absolutely a card I would want to play in a dirtle format. Hmm. Yeah. Artifact, battle, creature, enchantment, land, and planeswalker are permanent types. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta get battle in there. Yeah. Are you running any battles in your cube? Uh, Gobacon. Yeah, Gobacon, sweet. Yeah. 
That's, that's Gobokan's a... the one that's in like a lot of my Pioneer decks. Oh, yeah. Let me see your hand. Okay. I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to let you not cast that. Also, all my creatures are bigger. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll deal with that thing later. Ooh, is that, here's another legendary artifact. The Millennium Calendar. Oh, don't the Will... The, is it that the Willennium? Will <laughs> <laughs> is that like Will Smith's album? Yes, I believe that's the name of it. <laughs> Willennium. Roaming Throne looks like something from the Lego movie. Yeah, or like uh, Hell's Moving Castle at Home. <laughs> I definitely... Howl's was not very ambul- ambulatory castle. Yeah. The Promart looks very different. It, like, has a face. Or there are a thousand or more time counters. All right, oh, yeah. I'm done. I'm yep. done. We're moving on. Well, the Will Ooh, Sorcerer of Spyglass. That's mm-hmm. a nice little reprint. Mm-hmm. It's uncommon. Okay. <laughs> so, so can we talk about Swashbuckler's Whip? <laughs> I I don't understand the flavor of it. Like the the Discover Eight, the Eight Discover Ten thing. Eight Discover Ten. Yeah, I just I just don't. Oh, it has a reach. That'll get some people in draft. Yeah, like it just turns your thing into a tapper until people forget that it has reach because it has all this other text on it. Hmm. Discover 10. Imagine paying 8 mana and tapping that and being like, and flipping over and like getting a 1 1. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Oh, treasure map reprint. Mm hmm. That's a, it's a nice card to have. I like treasure map. Same with Cavern of Souls. Very happy to see that. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's in there. I'm Three sure. Gold gonna... Thunder Hulk. Oh, is that like the bad, uh, bad battle sphere? Uh, yes, it's the gnome battle sphere. Uh, I gnome playing it in my cube, right? Naga, 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 not gonna be in my cube anymore. Throne of the Grim Captain. Oh God, that's yeah, it's a uh... yeah. Although to be yeah. fair, the Grim Captain is kind of disturbing looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice art. It kind of makes me think of the collector from uh, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. You're right. That, that, that is what that looks like. Don't summon a collected highwayman and <laughs> just kill my party. Oh, God. Yeah. I played that game all the way till the actual where there was nothing left to do but go into the Darkest Dungeon. And then, like, COVID basically was over and I had to go back to work. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And then that took all my time, and then I never went back to it. So yeah. never actually even set foot inside the darkest dungeon. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's pretty hard. The the dungeon itself, you just have to be. I don't know. Just as long as you're prepared, you're probably fine. But yeah, they definitely ramp up the difficulty in that last part. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I mean shoot, it's right in the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, menace trample lifelink hexproof. Okay. That's right. a lot of words. Whenever it attacks each opponent, sacrifice a non-land permanent. Then you may put an exiled creature card used to craft it into play. 
Yes, tapped and attacking. Tapped and attacking. Sure. I'll just put a merfolk in a play. Whatever. It's, here's a two-two. <laughs> I don't. It's like I don't. I mean, care. look, look. Here's the thing. This card might actually be the most reasonable one of all of this card type we've looked at so far, because it's only two mana to play it, and four mana to activate it with a you know one of the creatures of the that every creature in the set is, mm-hmm. you know. And then you get a seven seven fly, or not flying seven seven menace trample lifelink has like that's a six mana and one card thing that you actually get to mill yourself for two also. Yeah. Oh, you need all four. Yep. Oh, it's yep. and and yep. okay. Nope, I'm out. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm out. I didn't see the word and. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be. Good it Lord. would be extremely good, but yeah, I yeah, that's too many. <laughs> I know I screwed up, noisy. That's okay. I'm trying to think I'm of the other, it. the restless lands, like the blue white one, seems very good. Yeah, I like the blue white one. I think I like the blue black one. The one I that just becomes don't... a shark with death touch. Yeah, I I just think it's, I don't. Think I like it more than Tar Pit, and yeah, I I might. I don't know. I'm undecided. Yeah, the rest are just kind of mediocre. These lands, like Restless Prairie, the green white one. Whenever it becomes a llama, and then other creatures get bigger when this attacks. Okay, right, but isn't that better? Is is this card better than a three four with Reach? Uh, if that's a card, like if you're in a token deck, right? If you're in a green white deck with that's that goes wide. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably better. It's just so medium like this and like all the other green. Same thing with like the red green one. It just becomes like a dinosaur that pumps another thing. Like, uh, like, I think the blue-white one is the only one I actually like, and the rest are just, like... The blue-black one's... Alright. And the other three are just, like... I don't know, the red-black one's probably fine? Like, it's better than Lava Claw, but Lava Claw's so bad. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, look, it rest, the, the, the vents lets you reverse loot, right? So, like, already that should be... Make it significantly better than Lava Claw. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it has it has evasion, it has menace, and you get to reverse loot. I feel like mm-hmm. that makes it so much better than yeah, lava, than lava claw. claw. Yeah, lava claw was always just felt like the yeah, exactly. It felt like <laughs> like a big meow. Oh my goodness! I think that's all the cards. Honestly, I think like sunken citadel like pumps like. like Sure, does stuff with land activations like, yeah, whatever. There's a bad uh, field of ruin. These these basic lands look kind of cool. Yeah, I they're like amongst my favorites. I would say. I mean, I'll, I'll probably craft these in in arena. I think. Do you have to sacrifice an artifact or another land in order to craft them? Uh, yeah, probably. I just don't know what the mana cost is. It's probably like okay. 
12 or something. (laughs) (laughs) Three, eight and a blue and, and all that. Well, these Uh, showcase versions are kind of interesting. I'm looking at the showcase versions now. mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The whatever revenant, we forgot to look at that card. Look at that one. Starving revenant. Starving revenant. All right. Hold on. I gotta go back. Is it black? Yeah. Yes, two and two black for a four four. Oh, okay. Two and two black for so two black black for a four four spirit horror. When it enters the battlefield, surveil two. Then for each card you put on top of your library, you draw a card and lose your life. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, a little. It's a little bit of a beating. That's a lot of life, but hey, it's cool and it's a four four four. Same date. Whenever you draw a card, if there are eight or more, target opponent lose. Oh, it's a children at home. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is not bad. Like the surveil no, thing is just bad. like like if you if you bin cards, it's like Alright. And then it's a little bit of incentive for you to keep cards because then you just get to draw them. Right. I think it's cool. Yeah, for some reason I totally forgot about that card when I was going through these. I was just like Yep. Yep. That's yeah. cool. I mean three life is a lot, but for a card, yeah. but hey, draws your card. Yeah. Can I complain about about it that much? Yeah. There there's a surprising amount of cards in here for generic good stuff cubes. Yeah. I was about to say, it, which is weird, because Ixalan was just such an underpowered set, and I think this this set's overall better. It sure seems like it. I mean, there's yeah. there's some cards from Ixalan that I really do like. The second Ixalan set is, well... Oh, what was it? Say Rivals of Ixalan? Yeah, Rivals did not have a whole lot of good stuff. That's That's for sure. Man, now I'm tempted to look it up. I mean, it had, um... Yeah, that card. Um, oh, because all the cards one. I'm thinking about are from Ixalan. There is one from Rivals that I remember liking a lot. Uh, and now I'm just drawing a blank on what it was. I'm I'm looking because I wouldn't be able to remember otherwise. Uh, Colossal Dreadmaw. <laughs> Curious Obsession. D- yeah, Dire Curious Fleet Obsession's Dare- nice. Dire yeah. Fleet Daredevil. I do like mm-hmm. Dire Fleet Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that card a lot. Uh, I knew, it was a red card that I was thinking of. That's probably the one. Oh, okay. Uh, Fanatical Firebrand. Like, when I started playing Arena, I was just playing Mono Red because it was a cheap deck and I was, you know, free to play. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of Fanatical Firebrand back in the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, he's across the room. He's not close to the microphone. Jeez. Aw. Very powerful meow. Wow, this set did not have... Yeah, Jade Light Ranger. Yeah, Jade Light. Yeah, we mentioned that one earlier. Yeah. Um, Mastermind's Acquisition. I don't think I've ever played that in Cube ever. A Negate with better art? Question mark? Nezahal. Never I'm kind of that. partial to the original negate art, I think, with the big circle from Morning Tide. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Chupacabra, like that. 
rekindling oh, phoenix ravenous chupacabra chupacabra uh, sky marcher aspirant yeah sure that's fine um yeah i think that's it yeah i cannot see chupacabra without thinking of pat sullivan yeah i think that's i think that's just ingrained it's in just... <laughs> in the psyche uh zakama Zatalpa for like weird reanimator stuff. Yeah. So is that Talpa the flying one that's impossible to kill? Uh has flying double strike vigilance trample indestructible. Yes, that that would be it. <laughs> yeah. That gets it think, keeps getting reprinted. It's gotten reprinted like six times. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember it had been reprinted a billion times and people didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, that card is not fun to play against Unlimited, let me tell you. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, I can't imagine that being enjoyable. <laughs> this... I lost to that card Unlimited before. That's essentially an 8-8. From cute to brute, but it's not... The art didn't change in that. I don't get it. Or is that just a reprint in that? You know, I don't, I don't know how this works. I, I give up. <laughs> Just give up. Me. I give up on this art thing. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's nice. rivals of Ixalan. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few. Some of these, some of the I like. I do like some of these showcase artwork ones too. I like the uh, stifle, the stifle merfolks uh, art. Like it just looks like a really cool painting. I don't know if you saw that one, but that looks nice. Oh no, I haven't got I haven't gotten down to the borderless ones yet. I'm still in the showcase frames. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks I like how it looks. It's a I don't know, it kind of looks really colorful. I, I I don't know. The the ancient one. That card's ancient, cool. What is that one? It's the eight eight for two mana. Oh that one, yeah. Yeah. That I can't attack or block unless there are eight or more permanent cards in your graveyard. There's two cool things with that. One, it's really good at crewing vehicles. Yes, it is. Two, if you sack it to the uh, Rakdos Obnixilis, the... Yes, yes, I saw that. Ah. I was like, I don't know if that can be a deck, but I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll probably see someone try. It could be. Yeah. That would be so weird. Like... I wonder if someone will make that like a weird Grixis deck. Like sure. that. Like that. And Obnixilis and Shelly. To like make the opponent draw like a bunch of cards as well. I think it's a one, one hit kill then. Because like they take seven. And then they take 14 from Shelly. So they die. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Some, somebody make it work. Because someone else do it. Because <laughs> it ain't going to be me. Oh yeah, Tashana's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Resplendent Angel reprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jody Quatley. Oh, the Starving Revenant looks so creepy on the borderless mm-hmm. frame. Yeah. And he's got like almost like a hedron of skulls. Like that's cool. Yeah. Jorge, good job. You did a Hedron of Skulls seems like a good name for a band. It does. So this, per- so the only art 
that that person, Jorge Gutierrez Garcia, has done the same version of Kellen, Respondent Angel, and Starving Revenant. They all look great. That's cool. Good job. I hope this person does more magic art, because they they did a good job. I wonder if people in Alaska are offended by uh, their city being called Restless. Uh, well, maybe maybe it gets restless tonight. I don't know in the clubs, or maybe it's uh, you know, is is does Anchorage have the thing where they have like six months of like no night? Uh, I don't know if they're far enough north. I don't know if they're far enough north. No, they probably they probably their sunlight's probably really weird though. I would guess. No, that's a good, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, now now I kind of want to I kind of want to look it up here. Anchorage, Alaska. Sunrise and sunset times. There's a Well, I guess it's not that abnormal. Like Eh. Like on New Year's, like when it looks like So it's night from midnight to 7.20, and from 6.47 to midnight. That's not, I don't know, that doesn't seem, that's not super abnormal. The average min and max temperatures there. um, Oh, God. In the middle of the summer, in July, uh, in Fahrenheit, Average hot sixty five, average cold fifty two. Mm. In uh, in uh, December, uh, the average high is twenty five. Mm-hmm. The average low is thirteen. Yeah, yeah, I ain't moving there. <laughs> ooh, here's a re- ooh record high in July ninety. Wow, that had to be a weird day. They're like, why is it so warm here? Record low in January and December, neg 34. That is too, that is too cold. I cannot, I need my blanket. Right. <laughs> I, I need a blanket just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A blanket and a robe. So, yeah. <laughs> Yay. That was, uh, yeah, that was enjoyable. It, There's it had some cool been... cards in there too. I was surprised by a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about. Uh... Yeah, I think I'm... I don't know. I can't think of what I'm excited about. Just just new cards. You should be excited about where people can find you on the internet. You have a new writing home. Oh, that's true. So you can uh, reach me on Twitter or X at uh, Usman the Red. Excellent um, to you. There you go. Uh, but my new writing home is at Hipsters of the Coast. Um, I've linked to it in my link tree. On uh, my link tree URL is Usman the Red. But yeah, that's my writing home. I've been writing some articles for them, like set reviews and potentially other stuff. But for right now, just set review type things. Because that's what I have the energy for. Very cool. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's uh, that's my world right now. And of course, you can find me uh, at Anthony42 pretty much everywhere. If you see Anthony42, it's probably me. 
Say hello. Hello. Oh, man. Phew. That was fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to uh, double back at some point and, and, and talk about some commander cards or from the set as well, or, you know, see what's coming up next. We could do, like, a commander, like, supplemental, like, block, you know, like that Doctor Who and and all that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, there's a... The Doctor Who stuff is very specific. Yeah, the flock. <laughs> The Flux is a very good card, though. Yeah, there's a couple cards that are pretty good, mm-hmm. but there's uh, they're definitely very specific. They're definitely very uh, themed. Let's say, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so. definitely very themed. All right. Well, well, man, I think there's only one thing left to do. Oh yeah, rock over London, rock on Chicago, lost caverns of Ixalan, treasure bites back. Uh oh, I've been bitten. By- ooh. Whenever I hear "uh oh," I just think of the cat from like the uh, Puss in Boots movie that always goes "ooh." <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I never saw it. Oh god, which is, which is surprising for me of all people. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they're 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 actually really good. That's good. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a. Uh, Ooh, cat, puss in boots. I'm gonna get. We're gonna get a live reaction of you, you, you watching. Uh-oh. This is this is only uh, now. This cat appears multiple times throughout the throughout the series. Here is his. Uh, <laughs> here is his first appearance. Um, I'm going to send it to you right there. Ah, okay. What's and then it? here is the the, the the last Puss in Boots movie, which is actually very good, called uh, The uh, the Last Wish. Oh. That's a very good Puss in Boots movie. Although it does have a little bit of changing animation styles that might trip people out a little bit. Huh. Oh, that Uket is back. <laughs> that's a callback. Yeah, every time I hear "ooh," that's what I think of is that cat. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> nice. By the way, when I after I sent that to you and it started auto playing the next video, it was "Manamana" from the Muppets. Oh, of course. Do 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 do. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and uh, as we uh, discover some lost caverns. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. And, uh, yeah, thanks. All right. Thanks for listening. See you. All right. Peace out. Bye.